Where do you go for comics new and old? Where do you see your favorite television and movie stars? And where do you go to see the best in cosplay? Wizard World Comic Con. Wizard World Comic Con offers live entertainment and gaming, comics new and old, cosplay, toys and memorabilia, and a chance to meet your favorite television and movie stars. For news, celebrity updates, and tickets to future shows, go to wizardworld.com. Don't feel like paying full price? No problem. Use promo code CANDAIR at checkout to get 10% off your tickets. So, where are you going to go for your pop culture fix? Wizard World Comic Con. Go to wizardworld.com for tickets. Sub fellas, just wanted to, um, I mean, not necessarily call, I guess, but let you know I'm a huge fan um, of my favorites. I'd say uh, any and all episodes where you have mentioned be my name, of course, because, I mean, clearly I'm the most interesting topic. But, uh, no, legit, I really love you guys' show. You have a great demeanor, great back and forth. Uh, makes me feel like I'm in the room with you. Awesome show. Love the nerdy talks. Can't wait for more. Hey, this is Larry Zerner, Shelley from Friday the 13th Part 3, and you're listening to the Canned Air Podcast. Hey, this is Brian Volkweiss, the creator of The Toys That Made Us, and you are listening to the Canned Air Podcast. Have fun. Yo, yo, this is the voice of Frylock, Carrie Means, coming at you, and you're listening to Canned Air, bitches. Hi there, this is Mike Quinn, Nine Numb from Return of the Jedi, The Force Awakens, and The Last Jedi. You're listening to Canned Air Podcast. Hi, guys, Real Life Peter Griffin here, and you're listening to Canned Air Podcast. Freaking sweet. <laughs> Hi, this is Ernie Hudson, and you're listening to Canned Air Podcast. Greetings from Tromaville. This is Lloyd Kaufman, president of Troma Entertainment and creator of The Toxic Avenger. You know, folks, when the Troma team and I are not uh, just uh, making those great movies like Return to, Return to Nukemai, a.k.a. Volume 2, or Tromeo and Juliet, or Toxic Avenger, we like to kick back and, and listen to Canned Air, because Canned Air is the most entertaining and educational media in the state of the universe. Thank you. You're listening to the Canned Air Podcast, your sidekick in the quest for knowledge, power, and entertainment. So strap yourselves in and prepare for victory! Welcome to this, the 300th episode of Candare, a tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. I am Jack Doherty. I'm Randy Hardenbrook. And what we're doing today is just uh, celebrating and having fun. We're going to be looking back over the past uh, 100 episodes and even a little further, I'm afraid. Uh, I had to go a little further myself. So uh, it's going to be fun. I'm excited for my picks. I have no idea what you guys have picked. I can't wait to hear what they are, but... Uh, I hope the listener gets, uh, you know, if this is their first episode, their first experience with Canned Air, this would be a good place to come in because we're going to be showing you the highlight reel today. 
But yeah, it's not going to be like a boring clip show. It's going to be awesome, right? Yeah, oh, that's all it is. Is clips. Remember yeah. that one time? <laughs> <laughs> uh, then what else? We're, we got so much happening today. Uh, we're going to then be doing the very last ever Comic Vault segment. Now, does this mean we're going to stop talking comics? Hell no. Of course not. But it's in the title, we can't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're kind of <laughs> held to it. But we're just going to be uh, meshing our comic conversation in with our normal retro conversation. The, the episode's going to take on a new, a more streamlined feel. You know, instead of being chopped up into segments, it's just going to be one conversation that's going to have all these little things peppered in it. I think we'll be better for the listeners. Yeah, right? not as many squirrels to chase. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So uh, we'll be doing that. Uh, what do we have to talk about anyway? What do you guys got? Year of the Villain, number one, DC. All right. I've got a DC Comics of Visual History. Ooh, sounds interesting. I'm, I'm actually going to be touching on a comic that uh, I've actually talked about on this show before, like within the first hundred episodes. But uh, I'll allude more to that as we get to it. And then at the end of the episode, gentlemen, we're going to be playing some Canned Air Jeopardy. Hell yeah, it was, what, 25 the first time we did Jeopardy? Episode 25. It was the first and last time we played Jeopardy Mm -hmm. on the show. And uh, that was a lot of fun, but I only did one board. This is going to be a full Jeopardy game. I got two boards full of 25 questions each, so we got 50 questions and then final Jeopardy, of course. Yeah. I'm not going to have to drink anything, right? No, but there are prizes. There are prizes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you work it into you winning? I did not. No, (laughs) no. I don't see how I could with Jeopardy. I I did on the the Christmas one because there was some good shit at stake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was happy with what I got. You you made out like a fat rat on that one, didn't you? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. You made out with a bunch of cool stuff. But, um... No, uh, the, 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 the prize kind of also harks back to the very first Jeopardy game, if you remember. What, Hell yeah, I do. What, what do we have, Jack? It was that gold-painted Iron Man on a Friskies can. That's right. It was called the Canny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which, it was sweet as hell. It was the it was coolest. Cool. Yeah, it was cool. So I, I kind of kept that in mind mm. with uh, with the prize for this Jeopardy, Candare's 300th episode Jeopardy challenge. But I'm not going to show you all until uh, the time comes. All right. <clears throat> and what else are we doing? More dramatic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a, a grand unveiling. Get a tiara also. <laughs> Some of our early listeners, I mean, people who were back at the first hundred episodes, my God, what saints you are and <laughs> what patience you have. To get Jesus better. Christ. But um, you might remember a little segment we used to do called Ask Dave. And for those of you who don't, uh, my old residence, I had a neighbor who was a really good friend of mine, uh, and I would get him behind a mic and just ask him questions. And he was a good old boy. He was cool. He mm-hmm. was cool. And uh, tape his response, and we'd make Ask Dave episodes out of him. And uh, I like to, on episode 100s or celebration, celebratory reasons, get out these Ask Dave episodes. And uh, I don't want them to just be forgotten. They're so good. Our centennial episodes <laughs> bring back. They're so good. Yeah, right? I love them. And I mean, we were just taking a trip down memory lane watching them a second ago, or listening to them rather. And man, we were laughing our asses mm-hmm. off. I forgot oh, quite a bit of them. So we're going to be putting those in. The cherry on top of this episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> One of several cherries. This has a lot of cherries this Sunday does uh, there, Randy. But before we move on, I find oh, it absolutely. very necessary to pay tribute to a group of people who make this possible. The founders. And <clears throat> rather than just sitting here and saying thank you, being that this is episode 300, I have each of their names written down here. And we're going to go down the list thanking them. 
Each one of them, because God damn it, they earned it. Hell yeah, they did. They've been with us for this long, right? They're they're. It's because of them that Candare can be online because mm-hmm. they pay the the monthly uh, uh, hosting fees for Candare. Right. Awesome. Uh, these these mic stands. Mm-hmm. Because of you guys, yeah, it used to be just boom. Or oh my what? god, you remember those old big, big booms? Boom? No, I don't. It's been so long. Oh, they dangerous. were so intrusive. So spoiled. Yeah, there was no place for your feet. Yeah, pretty much because there was a big metal plate. Pretty oh, much geez. right. Yeah, they I were think. just mic stands from back when I was, uh, you know, with the band. You know, they were actually like stage mics oh, with stands. The, the big metal arm that goes straight out. God, so. I'd be knocking the shit out of this. Oh, yeah, we all were. Yeah, it was unavoidable. It, so it was unavoidable. But first. Yeah, again, before we get to this episode, we're going to go down this list. And first, we're going to hit up Randy Hardenbrook right here. Uh, our very own Candier's Randy. Candier's own Randy. Right, right. <laughs> Randy! <laughs> oh, we're going to have to work that in a little bit more. But No, uh, Randy, when did you become a patron, man? It's been about a year, close to, Yeah, I, I would say. I think right if after. If not more. Yeah, right after I saw you guys live at the... Uh, 20 or no it was before right before i saw you guys live at the 2018 uh wizard world panel you guys okay did. so was it 2018 i guess it was yeah, yeah last year so almost a year almost, coming yeah. up on a year yeah. all right a hearty thank you sir and we're gonna have to work this out because if you're gonna be on the show it doesn't seem like you should be on the patron page so <laughs> be paying us to be on the yeah show. I'll, yeah i'll just be a silent partner we'll have that. to work we'll have to work something out there we'll, we'll talk about that in the future though but Nonetheless, thank you. You're very welcome. For thank your support, you. sir. And thank you, all the listeners, for putting up with me. And <laughs> <laughs> They put up with all of us, not well, just yeah. you. Not just you. You guys have arrived. It's episode 300. I'm just the hitchhiker you picked up along the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Pick them up. <laughs> Get them out. <laughs> Was that a Dumb and Dumber reference? Yeah. Pick them up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, now for our next uh, patron that we, or our next founder that we must offer a big thank you to, a Miss Abby Potter. I want to thank her so freaking much. This is a girlfriend of Jake who used to be on the show, mm-hmm. and she's been a patron for some time now. And uh, well, you know, since we started it, wasn't it? She won the since we started the uh, the, Patre- the Patreon page. Yeah. You mean? I believe so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just very supportive of the show all the way around. I know she uh, not only was on the the Cleveland Con episode, but she actually came here in the studio with Jake one day. And she did. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And the way awesome. he t- talked, she would always loved the show. And maybe that was just because he was on it at the time. Or, <laughs> but she's still she's still a uh, patron. So yeah. my God, thank you, Abby, so much. That really. Uh, that really means a lot to us. And if you guys want to check out those episodes she was in on 176 and 239 were the ones we had her on. Uh, who else? Next, the Game Fix podcast. Our brothers oh, in yeah. podcasting arms. These were This was the first uh, podcast we came in contact with outside of, you know, ourselves here. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, before we start branching out and talking to other people and became fast friends with them. And, uh, man, they're they're growing rapidly, aren't they? It's only, yeah, yeah they are, especially mm-hmm. with their con pro- presence and yeah. what merch sales and stuff that they're mm-hmm. doing. They're, yeah, they're Sweet. blowing it up. Yeah, we need to take a page out of the uh, Game Fix book, yeah, I'd say, and get on the <laughs> merchandising uh, bandwagon there. But we'll get there. We'll get there. No hurry. Mm-hmm. I like what we're doing here, and I like the changes we got set for the future. So yes. that's going to be cool. But stay tuned, folks. 
Right, right, right. So a uh, big thank you to the gentlemen at Game Fix. I can't wait for them to, uh, I'm assuming they're coming to Columbus Con this year. It's going to be in freaking are, October, yeah. so it's hardly a summer event anymore. Yeah. God damn it, Wizard. But um, it'll still be fun to hang out with them once they come to town. Uh, so, yeah, follow them at Game Fix Show on Instagram and Twitter. And you can go to GameFixShow.com to check out more of their show. They mm-hmm. do a live stream Monday night, right? Monday at 830. Yep. Right. Facebook. There you go. Who next? Uh, Mr. Jordan Kirian, who's been on the show before, of Hot Cakes Comics. Uh, this yes. was a gentleman, I believe, uh, Jake worked with at, at one of library. his... library. That's right. Yeah. And he was a comic creator. And uh, we follow him on Instagram, and I always love seeing his stuff come up. Mm-hmm. I always like to throw a follow or a like their way, because it's just uh, it's cool stuff. You know, I'm not much of an artist, so it's awesome to when people who do have the ability to, you know, through, make me laugh or some smile just through a quick drawing. Yep. It's a, it's an amazing talent, isn't it? He's always big on uh, liking our stuff too. Oh, okay, yeah. Cool. And he's all, he was also a big Darkness fan. Remember? Maybe we'll have to yes. throw the Darkness in here a little bit behind <laughs> us talking about. Just the rhythm of my heart. Oh, dude, I forgot about that band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good band though. So uh, you can find him at Hot Cakes Comics uh, on uh, Instagram and Twitter. I'd imagine he probably has a website or something like that uh, attached to one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, check him out. Good stuff. And he was on episode two hundred four. If you want to check that out. Uh, next on the founders list, Key Lime Games, which is uh, if you guys have listened to the show, oh, man, so many episodes. He's episode been on a lot of episodes. One forty four, one forty five, one eighty six, one eighty seven, one ninety nine, two fifty four. Oh wow! Yeah, and two hundred actually. He was on two hundred as well. But uh, Kyle Pryor, who came on and gave us the gem that is the Giving Cactus episode, <laughs> I believe that was uh, 187, one of the highlights ever of doing this show. Yeah, I would say of the Giving Cactus was the Giving Cactus, absolutely. But uh, no, he's a um, he's a on, he's a Twitcher, I guess. Is what, what do you guys call yourselves? Streamer. Yeah, he's a streamer. Streamer. He started streaming. Well, he just got affiliated, from what I understand. Yes. Yep. So yeah, I believe it's just Keyline Games. That you can be found probably. Uh, his name, his handle on Twitch is Keyline P. Keyline P. Okay, yeah. there you go. If you would like to watch uh, him, I know he and uh, some other guys I know all game together and mm-hmm. do some stuff. So, but a very good guy. So strongly uh, recommend if you haven't heard at least 187. Go listen to episode 187, The Giving Cactus. <laughs> Son of a gun! What a great episode! No, that was. Whoever knew it was that much fun throwing cactus in the same yeah, time? Not me. <laughs> nope. <laughs> not me. But and also yeah, if you like watching stuff on Twitch, uh, Keyline P. Check him out. Yep. And uh, a quick thank you to uh, his girlfriend, too. She, for a month, was a patron. She donated uh, a few bucks somewhere along Mm -hmm. the line. And uh, I just wanted to thank her for that. She didn't stay on. I get it. You know, sometimes you can only only make a donation. I mean, I, I it's I'm in, tough for that yeah. reoccurring charge to yeah. keep going on. So yeah, I, yeah, I totally which makes it. the people who have stayed on like even more amazing. Right? Like, holy shit! Yeah. Oh, but uh, big thanks to her, uh, nonetheless, Julia Jester. And last but certainly not least, Tina Fine of mm-hmm. Off Girl Comics. Now, this is a uh, creator out of uh, New York City who uh, became. Uh, I don't know if we were just talking about her first, or if we were put on. Or she was put on our radar just be, by becoming a patron. I can't remember. I don't remember how it all started either. But it was an amazing. I think we had been. That's what it was. She sent us some comics and some stuff to talk about and review. And after we had a couple times, that she became a patron. 
And um, yeah, that support has been absolutely amazing. And what an awesome comic that was. Absolutely, I mean, I can't yeah, harp yeah. on that enough. Uh, Off Girl, a comic about a girl who, just in a nutshell, when she has an orgasm, this uh, this demon- demonic kind of entity comes out of her and uh, takes out the bad guys, yes. I guess. And she becomes this uh, this this hero known as Off Girl. Mm-hmm. It's it's such a beautifully done comic. It, it really is. Well is. Well I mean, the premise the is awesome. Is great. I mean, it's yeah. just it, nothing. Like and it's not else. like done in like in any kind of crass manner. It's gorgeous. No, yeah. You know, you would you would think something to be smutty when I tell you. You know, she's her power is her orgasms. No, it's not at all smutty. It's gorgeous. Not heavy metal. No, no, <laughs> no. Thank God. So on uh, social media, go to Off Girl Hero, and you can, I believe that's just Tina's uh, handle. I don't think she has her own independent handle from that. And uh, also the uh, artist for, I believe it's the artist for the comic, uh, Mark Rayhill. He can be found on uh, Instagram and Twitter at uh, Mark, and that's R E I H I L L. And go to offgirl.com to find out more about the comic. All right, another huge thank you to all of our patrons. And uh, with that, let's kick off this episode with our first Ask Dave. Something's burning in the kitchen, but hold on, it's time for Ask Dave. Why do you think yawning is contagious? That is funny, isn't it? (laughs) It it is. Why do you Um, think that is? I can't explain it. I just think everybody's just tired when you see somebody else yawn. It, it it's just like uh, like if you uh, touch your nose. Mm-hmm. If you're talking to somebody, and they touch their nose into the face. Within five seconds, they'll touch the you know they they do the same thing. It's I don't know, man. It's just like fucking some kind of fucking really monkey see monkey do shit, you know. <laughs> That's about the best explanation I've heard thus far. Remember, you can follow. All right, and that was our very first Ask Dave. It's just, cont- yeah. I'm touching my nose. Are you going to do it? Five Maybe seconds. in like five seconds. I, I'm not right, not right at the moment. But. All right, let's start talking about ourselves and get to the retro round table. All right, guys, I'm so excited for this. We are just looking back on our own history and seeing what what was good, what may not have been good. What what do we got? Randy, let's start with you. I I am so interested not only to hear what your you know ex- maybe favorite experiences were have been since you've been here, but I'm even more curious to hear from the outside looking in before you were here. You know, before you, when you were just listening as a listener, yeah, yeah. So the first episode I ever um, heard of you guys, like my brother had told me about you guys. I checked you out. I listened to uh, episode two thirteen, uh, which was the angry video game nerd in Star Wars. Mm. Um, I had been an AVGN fan for a while prior to that. So, you know, just kind of scrolling right. through your, your episode list. I saw that one. No shit. And, uh, yeah, it was just, 
listening to you guys and hearing kind of the different takes, like the Palpatine movie and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Because my concept of a podcast at that point was just, like, people talking. like mm-hmm. NPR more. radio. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So having, you know, hearing all Thank the- you for coming. <laughs> <laughs> this is delicious dish. <laughs> a recipe for sweaty bowl. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, just, just hearing the music and hearing all the past guests and just how awesome it was put together, like, really got me hooked and got me on board. So Awesome, man. Nice. Thank you. Another thing uh, I would like to see, you know, Disney said next year, I think, is the Han Solo movie. Is that correct? That's yeah. right. Yeah. They need to do a Palpatine movie, oh, like when God. he was oh, young. Oh, yeah. That, that would be amazing. Wouldn't it, though? That I mean, blow my mind. It really would. To see him with his master and how he, you know, decided to start learning the dark side and, you know. Mm-hmm. Just the way he ended up taking him out at the end to become more powerful, like he was yeah, telling Yeah, yeah. Oh my God! It yeah, would be... like the backstories there. It's sort of like one of the, they cast out that like net. You know, you could go back and and tell that story. I'd I'd be really interested. I think a lot of people would because Absolutely. I I think after Han Solo, you know, what are they going to do? Like a Chewy movie? I mean, that's, <laughs> I don't see that playing out really well. But it'll be like the Star Wars Christmas, Christmas special. <laughs> oh, that's not exempt from today's conversation. <laughs> All Christmas specials because they come out on Christmas. That's a good one. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Think it'd be time to bring back the the original Christmas special? <laughs> oh, oh, no, boy. no, no. We got. We'll pull that out of the bag a little bit later and rip on it. But as far as watching, no, no, <laughs> no, no. I'm, I am stuck on the idea of a Palpatine movie and where that could go now. Oh, it's incredible. Plagued me forever. I was like, yeah. why haven't they done this? Yeah. And I'm on record throughout, I think, uh, one out of every three episodes I mentioned that I always love the villains of a setting more than the heroes. Sure. And I can't imagine a better villain to have his own film, you know? Ugh. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Like, what, what elements can they bring in to make him relatable in right. this early point that almost alter mm-hmm. your perception of him in the later movies? You know, maybe his motivations aren't so horrible. Right, you know? right. See if he was really a whiny yeah. kid when he was younger, like the <laughs> yeah. other two. I would love yeah, to. Everybody s- talks about Vader, but I think yeah, Darth Sidious just gets kind of like overshadowed. Yeah, exactly. He could just kill he never... Vader with you know the snap of his fingers. Right, right. Yet yeah. you never get the full grasp of his power in any of the movies, original trilogy or trilogy or the prequels. The first time, I mean, the first time that I saw uh, the Emperor move in ways that like made my jaw hit the floor we talked about already i think just last week in the clone wars when he took on uh, darth maul i mean that was one of the best fight scenes i've ever seen i that scene is still consistently awesome every time i see it, it's like seeing it for the first time if nothing else of that show existed except that scene i'd be like oh it's brilliant it's a work of art where maul is fighting for his life and executing every move with you know careful precision yeah Palpatine's just dancing He's around just in a, a joyful, <laughs> joyful state where it's just effortless for him and um, actively cackling while he does yeah. it. It's, It'd be cool to see him in a young state, kind absolutely. of uh, wielding yeah. those new powers. But and I guess I should say that Revenge of the Sith was more of a prequel to Palpatine than I ever thought I'd ever get. Like I didn't even yeah. put any thought into it until I seen Revenge of the Sith, and, and now after that, I'm like, wow, I, I'm really interested in the Emperor. I want to see. More of what um, I mean, his pre-emperor days, of course. But like, um, I was I was just calling the emperor because that's what he was in the original trilogy. But then, pretty much, I didn't start hearing names like Palpatine and Darth Sidious till later. So, what right. what do you all prefer to call him? 
Wow, that's a. I, I still go to the Emperor, really, but I, yeah. I mean, Palpatine's always readily there too. I, it's always I like Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. I, I don't often refer to him as Darth Sidious because no. I feel like, and this is going to sound stupid, like I'm looking into it way too much. But when you call him something like Darth Sidious, that sounds scary and brutal. But something about a, a scary, brutal character with an innocuous name is even scarier to me. Right. Chancellor Palpatine, you're like, if you heard that in a vacuum, you'd be like, oh, what, he's a, he's a bureaucrat? But, like, the fact that that kind of standard title mm-hmm. and regular, at least as Star Wars is concerned, regular-sounding name still strikes fear into you speaks to, like, the strength of the character, I yeah. think. And Darth Sidious is just, you're gilding the lily at that point. We've got to see this sometime, right? I mean, Disney's going to come wise, get wise I, at I some point, right? I can't imagine they wouldn't. You know. Come on. <laughs> come on. I mean, not that they've uh, been making... A mockery of Star Wars. I think right. they've been doing well. I just think we might be getting a little too much. You know, even if he was like a, like an incidental part of another spinoff, kind of like Rogue One, where he made an appearance mm-hmm. and took at least some measure of screen time, I'd be content with that if they weren't going to make an entire feature film. But I'd love to see a dedicated, you know, 90 to 120 minutes, like just Palpatine. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. Waking up, brushing his teeth, putting on his black robe. <laughs> the life of Palpatine. He's got his nice big walk-in closet. With, it's got like three kinds of robes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what I'm about sure you? it's been done as a fan film already. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jack? Redeemable. Quality. Yeah, I um, loved that conversation. Because um, not only was the Palpatine movie such a, uh, a cool part of the conversation, mm. but another thing that came up that I don't think uh, James had maybe heard before uh, was when we talked about Darth, Darth Jar Jar. Yeah. It's funny because after we had talked Darth Jar Jar to him and he was kind of like, huh, you know, there was a video he had done with Mike and I can't remember what it was. It was something Star Wars related. I think we were, it was like their last Jedi review or something because okay. we had talked around Thanksgiving Yeah, yeah. is what it was. And um in that video, they're talking, somehow Jar Jar came up, and Mike's talking to the camera and talking at James, and James kind of looks down, and you see him kind of get this, like, half smile, and he looks over, he's like, you ever heard this Darth Jar Jar thing? No way, <laughs> really? Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was so funny. I lost my shit laughing when I saw that. And it wasn't, if it wasn't for someone that was dressed as Darth Jar Jar at a convention the one year, we would have probably never even thought about it. Right? No, I knew, I knew about it before, though. Oh, did you? Loose. That just kind of brought it to that kind of, yeah, brought it to the surface. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a good pick. That was fun. That was fun. Jack, what do you got? So, episode 235, Final Street, The Returning. We had... Was, <laughs> One of my favorite titles. I know. <laughs> was it Scott Schmidt? Yes. We were talking about uh, our favorite Disney video games. And as we do on Canned Air is we always go off the rails talking about things other than the topic we were talking about. It's the whole point of the retro roundtable. And Jake was talking about a, a game that he had read in a blockbuster. And he was, when while playing it, he was making fun of the guy that had the one save on there that was still on there, on the, the cartridge yeah. on the N64. And he's just like, yeah, sorry, I beat your levels. I also deleted your, your, I also deleted the game that you had saved on there too, even though there was still still two empty slots on. Yeah, there. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was, I was cracking up because I was like, you're such a cocksucker. Why would you do that? But I would have done the same damn thing too because yeah. I have done that before. I'm like, yep, you can rent this again. Nope, you're not going to get your today. spot. <laughs> you know, I remember renting Nintendo 64 games from Blockbuster way back when. 
and the panic when that deadline was coming yeah. up because I knew everything was saved on the cartridge. Yeah. So if some other asshole picked it up and brought it home for a weekend, there's yeah. every possibility all my progress could just be gone. And oh, yeah. likely would be. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, mean, I definitely deleted people's things. I'm like, oh, I got to start over. Sorry, Clint. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, I still think of uh, Rob64 with a little heart on it. I'm sorry I erased your Bomberman hero save. <laughs> I know you had like 99% completion. If it makes you feel any better, oh my god! I went through and uh, re-killed all the bosses you so painstakingly defeated. That was probably a bunch <laughs> of late fees on that one, dude. <laughs> you can't tell me there was a small part of you that wasn't just reveling in the fact that you destroyed all that man's progress. Oh, dude, I was so green with jealousy that it even made that point, and I was having right, such trouble yeah. with like the first level. So no, I was fine. There yeah, were, I like I remember, were, you like, took secret no of man deleting that. There were two other open slots, and I still deleted it. <laughs> what a dick. That's cold. That's the Jake <laughs> I was looking time. for in that story. That's the Jake I, I was looking for. I used to get pretty for. lucky with uh, Command and Conquer, the copy they had at my local Blockbuster. My save lasted months there. Really? Oh, yeah. Nice. I could just keep going back. The same little skirmish mission. Probably just means you were the only one running. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a really not easy-to-play port of that game. Sure. Yeah, that was uh, that was funny. <laughs> kind of a window into how sadistic a mind can be sometimes. Yep. I don't have to delete it, but fuck you anyway. I'm going to. I'm going to. <laughs> you were at the. I end. would do the same thing. Yep. I, I know. I know. I've done it before. I'm not going to lie. I would. Even though there's still a couple empty slots to save yours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. You want that number one spot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, good pick, good pick. Um, all right, one of my uh, favorite episodes, I've got to go back farther than 200. I've got to go back to 170 when we had Phil Lamar on. Now, that mm. in itself was just surreal. And uh, to even uh, imagine that we glossed over that when we were doing our 200 episode celebration, like to realize that when I was preparing for this kind of made me a little sick inside because that shit was mm. so good. Yes. And one of the best parts of talking with him. Uh, was about Pulp Fiction mm-hmm. and um, him and his experiences on set with Samuel L. Jackson and just uh, playing Marvin in that whole scene. It's it's crazy. It's a real window into how good Samuel L. Jackson is. Yes. Uh, but I'll cut that in right here. Uh, a few other uh, of your Absolutely. roles I want to touch on before we have to let you go here. First of all, Pulp Fiction. One of the most <laughs> iconic movies of all time. And not to mention... Uh, your scene, you know, not only in the car, but in the uh, in the, the hamburger scene there with Brett. Iconic right. movie scenes. And can you just set up what it was like to, one, film those scenes? Because the amount of tension that pours out of the screen <laughs> is, like, sickening. You feel like you're there. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, can you, like, kind of set it up? Like, what was it like to film that? What kind of direction were you getting? What was it like for you? Well, that, that scene in particular was a wonder because that's the scene I auditioned with. Um, oh, wow. Because <laughs> my character, you know, has like five lines scattered over, you know, 20 minutes of film. So Quentin wasn't going to have me audition with that, hey, here's one line. No, he wanted to <laughs> see you act. He wanted to have a scene. So in my audition, I read Jules and Quentin read the Frank Whaley part, Brett. And we did that scene together. And I mean, I got to tell you, his writing is an actor's dream. It jumps off the page into your head. Like you run through it three times and you already have it memorized because each line 
is the line that should come next. Right. You know, it just flows naturally, even though it's not real. It's not, it's no circumstance you could ever actually live, but he makes it real. Um, and so when we're doing that scene in the set, cause we have this uh, apartment set and there's a bunch of us in there and Sam Jackson is just phenomenal. Oh yeah. You know, I had never met him before. Um, until we had to rehearse for that, for, um, the scene. And he's just the nicest, most normal guy <laughs> until they say, all right, we're ready to go. And then all of a sudden with no, you know, no BS, no like breathing exercises or anything. He just transforms. Like one second you're talking to him about golf or whatever. And then all of a sudden you're looking into somebody else's eyes, you know? Mm. And I remember we're running the camera, you know, they're doing the wide coverage. And at one point, you know, because we had rehearsed it where I had my one line in the thing. It's like, he says, where's the briefcase? He says, I start to say, it's over there. He's like, I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> and then he would go back to Brett and start talking back to Brett. And as we're rolling, he says that line to me. And he s continues to stare at me, which he never did in rehearsal. Oh. And he's, but he's still doing his lines to Brett. But he's just staring at me. And I'm like, and I get physically scared. Well, I had to piss my pants. Like, oh, at sure. first, I'm just like, what, what, what did I do something? Why is Sam still looking at me? What, <laughs> what, and I, like my heart is pounding. You know, it was real fear. It, it was weird because I still knew it was him. I knew the gun wasn't loaded. But the anger and the fact that just what he was projecting I felt it, you oh. know, and that whole, yeah, that whole room, the tension that you can, somehow the camera was able to capture it, but we felt it. It was actually the, the biggest bummer for me personally. A bummer. Was we shot that whole day. Well, we shot that whole day and I was feeling it. I was, the sweat was under, you know, the fear. And they said, all right, and that's a wrap. First thing tomorrow morning, close up on Phil. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm feeling it. But now I got to go home, take a shower, come back at six in the morning and be where I am right now. Oh, <laughs> all right. Give him some time to lose the moment. Here. Right. It's funny. You uh, mentioned exactly. that scene in particular where you were right after Brett's killed. You know, if your part wasn't there and this isn't just me kissing your ass. So <laughs> I, I, I really think this genuinely think this. But if your scene wasn't there, you know, and Samuel L. Jackson kills Brett. You know, the scene starts right. would start to wind down. It's your reaction there that instills, I think, to the audience. You should be freaked out. You know, you yeah. should be really at the edge of your seat. And I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting at. You can just really feel it. It's bravo. No, no, that's, 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 Quentin's, that's Quentin's genius because he does all of this flip, glib, you know, like because so many movies have guys with guns who blow people away. Like, you know, you know, the Schwarzenegger, you know, catchphrases and all that. But how many movies do that and then show you someone who witnessed it and who felt it? It's stylized, but it's still a consequence. Like, nobody else does that. Right. You know? That to be a fly on the wall would be amazing. <laughs> you know, I've got... It's, it's All right. And, uh, yeah, there that was. I uh, love that interview. One of my favorites. One that's there he's talking about too. Just like when he's sitting there drinking the Coke after yeah. he eats the big big yeah. burger, and he's just yeah. sitting there staring while drinking. Did they leave that in the movie where Samuel L. Jackson doesn't break eye contact with him at that line? 
I think so because I, I, I know. I feel like it was. Yeah, because there's. I've right. always. The, the, there's always something uneasy about that when he's sitting there drinking that coke, just staring mm-hmm. at him. Yeah. It's just they just hold on him for a couple seconds, and it's just like uncomfortably too long. Yeah, that would be so crazy to be like in that around that level of professionalism, like how he was talking about like switching it on and off. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. <laughs> it's it's easy, I think, for people to overlook how good uh, Samuel L. Jackson is, including my myself included, just because he's in everything. It seems like mm-hmm. right, you know, but. Um, he really is diverse as hell, isn't he? He is. And whatever he's in, he's usually, I mean, you remember him. Yeah. yeah. Think of him in Kingsman. I think of him in Jurassic Park. I yeah. think of him, um, what else? Jesus. Uh, Deep Blue. Was that the shark I've never movie? seen that one, but I know what you're talking about. Unicorn Store. What? It's a, it's a, what? It's a newer Netflix movie with a girl that plays Captain Marvel. Sam, Sam Jackson's in it, too, and he's... The he runs this store that's a unicorn store. I didn't finish the whole movie, but it, it's a really weird movie. Huh. But yeah, he's in that too. He's in everything. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. He's in everything. Let's just let's just say it as it is. He's in everything. But that's okay. Now he's in those credit card commercials. Yeah. What's in your wallet? Samuel L. Jackson's getting paid. Hell yeah, he is. <laughs> he's getting fucking paid, and I don't blame him. Dude one can bit. sing too. Can he? Yeah, you haven't seen those. What's the credit card? No, Capital One, One commercials? Yeah. yeah, there's a couple that he's singing. Yeah. We, can carry we canceled cable. I don't see commercials anymore. Ah. Oh, crap. What is he singing? I don't know. Some, like, 70s yeah. R&B song. Something like that. I can't think of what it is. Maybe I saw that in the movie theater. I think maybe something like that was playing before the film started. I don't remember. Yeah, anyway. Surprised the hell out of me, though. I can almost hear it, too. It's yeah, same here. Me. <laughs> I'll have to find it online and cut it in here. This episode's going to be a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, back to Randy. Favorite moments? I've got three. Do I have time for three or two? I don't know. Let's just let's just go and see what happens. Okay. All right. Well, feel free to cut this one if not. Um, my next one would be uh, the Wizard World 2018. Um, you know, I've been listening to you guys for a while at that point, um, and then you did the panel at Wizard World, so I finally got uh, a chance to meet you guys and actually mm-hmm. put faces to, to voices. Right. Um, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. I remember, that was cool. I, remember I talked to you about Mysterio and kind of blew your mind on that. <laughs> I don't even remember. I really I don't. don't remember either, yeah. But uh, we're about to remember because I'm going to cut it in right here. Still planning a Sinister Six kind of... That would be incredible. Fun. Yeah, because the way they left the Andrew Garfield movies, I mean, they were building up hard and fast yeah. to that, and I was stoked. I mean, just to see the... Uh, what You saw Doc Ock's tentacles just kind of yeah. moving on their own. And Vulture's and, wings were yeah. the same. Mysterio's helmet. Yeah, Mysterio. Oh. Mysterio or Craven is the next villain. Nice. Mysterio. Please, I Mysterio. Guess. The fish <laughs> the possibilities, though, with him. I mean, with Craven, okay, you have a guy who is a trained hunter. His power is his incredible physique. That's about it. Mysterio. Mysterio. You know, it's just going to be a yeah. dude who's really good at fighting and tracking people. 
Imagine what you could do with Mysterio, though. I mean, the worlds you could just create out of nothing around Spider-Man to throw him off, or He'll you be know, able to do CG crazily. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. Was it? You stole my heart. Oh my God, that is amazing. I like Jake Gyllenhaal. I do. Yeah. Boy was awesome. Hmm. Bubble yeah. Boy. <laughs> Bubble Boy. What the hell's Bubble Boy? Jake Gyllenhaal movie. I've never even heard of it. Oh, don't. <laughs> it's like, I think it was his first movie or something. Never heard of it. That's good. I think of Brokeback Mountain when I think of Jake John. <laughs> right? I mean, everybody's go to. Everybody yeah. kind of goes there. Oh, I remember. I'm kidding. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> you can cut it in. Was that in the. Do we have that recorded? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do we? Yeah, we recorded right. that show, remember? Yeah, but not talking to him. Did yeah. we? It was during yeah. the show. It was, it was part line. of the show. Okay. I don't remember it. <laughs> I don't remember our performances that well. I mean, you just heard you just heard the clip, remember? Oh, that's right. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> the impressions I made. <laughs> oh man. No, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. You walked away with a whole load full of stuff too. Yeah, yeah. Me and, and Scott and Adam cleaned up. Yep. Yeah, you guys really did. Robbed us fucking blind. <laughs> <laughs> but it's only fair. I'm sure you helped pay for some of those gifts, so Yeah, really. <laughs> hey, it was just fun, man. Gotcha. <laughs> oh man. All right, all right. Uh very good. Jack, what do you got? I have two episodes that they kinda go together and <laughs> Looking for uh, stuff to bring up for the the 300. There's a couple of times where I totally railroad the con- the conversation that was going on. No, and it just cracks me up because times who you did? Yeah, just like for instance when we had the guys from the movie Chicago Rod on, we were talking about <laughs> cities that have been decimated in movies. And okay. they were talking about, because the movie took place that they did in Chicago, so they were talking right. about all the movies that the Chicago has been decimated right. in. Uh, New York, Manhattan's been brought up a lot of times. And they came to, Jack, what What do you got? And I was like, Keene, New Jersey. Silence. <laughs> Nobody knew what the fuck I was talking about. Let me just cut it in. Back to the topic at hand. Let's uh, go over to Jack. What do you got? Keene, New Hampshire. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is a yeah. very. This is a I think I'm with Jer- uh, Jeremy on this one. <laughs> From uh, Jumanji. Oh. oh okay. <laughs> the whole town got overgrown into a jungle and taken over by a bunch of rhinoceroses and rhinoceri. Uh, it's yes, rhinoceros soy. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. So are you talking yeah. uh, Robin Williams or Rock Jumanji? No, the Robin Williams. Because the other one takes place in a video game uh, that wasn't that good I guess <laughs> so I've heard yeah. I, uh, yeah, I have I, a hard time imagining some alternate reality where that movie is worth watching yeah, yeah. I'm an ass uh, it just crushed the box offices though and for some Star reason Star Wars yeah. and everything in, in Japan or whatever yeah it did it really did I don't get that I really don't well, get financial that. success has never been a good indicator of quality. So. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> yeah. It's a good indicator of curiosity. Yes. Ah, yeah, yeah. There you go. that's yep. a good way to put it. And, uh, and since you mentioned The Rock, I, I will also mention that uh, this upcoming summer, The Rock will be destroying Chicago with the help of a giant ape in the Rampage movie. Oh, oh man, I yeah. forgot about that. That's Another right. Chicago destruction film. <laughs> you guys must be proud. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, someone here is proud, I'm sure. 
<laughs> they rebuild it every time. Yeah. <laughs> right. And you do it Budget. quickly, oh. too. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, it's the exact same specs. I mean, we just crank them out. <laughs> just have that on the sign driving in. Well, welcome to Chicago, America's favorite city to flatten. <laughs> You'll probably witness its destruction while you're here. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Hope you bought insurance. And then another one. Uh, it was the first episode after Jake had left, so it was just you and me. And it was the Tigtone episode number 278. Another example of railroading? Yeah. Okay, I'll just cut it in here. Jack. So the fantasy realm in movies, television, and video games, where do we start? What's first on your list? I know your list is probably longer than mine. This is a genre I think you frequent more than I do. I had two that came popped into mind when you first told me about the, the topic. Mm-hmm. And the first one, I'm not sure why, but it was uh, from the game Mass Effect. I've never They've played that. Three games and a third one that takes place years, years after the first trilogy that not a lot of people liked. I'm playing it. I'm enjoying it so far. It's Mass Effect. It's just a storyline. And it's kind of uh, kind of like Star Trek where on Earth everyone gets together or gets along pretty much. We're the newcomers with Aliens. They've all been around millions of years. They know all their different races. So you're telling me everybody on Earth united to hate on other people, other other. Well, races. no, they're, they united each other. The humans are looked down on because they're basically the the baby. Come on, race. humans are hating on somebody <laughs> if they're not hating on each other. They're they're hating on someone. Anyway, I'm sorry, but it's just the the whole story and the lore that goes along with it. Sure. And the new one, everyone, well, a bunch of a group of people got on a ship went into cryo for 500 years to find this new place in the Andromeda galaxy and a whole bunch of crazy stuff's going on. Did they ever make a movie out of Mm -hmm. that? Uh Uh-uh. They had a TV show called Andromeda that I think Kevin Sorbo... Oh, no, that was... Well, yeah, you're you're correct. That was. But that was actually a Gene Roddenberry production. I don't think that was... Oh, that's right. Yeah, that is. ...associated with that. But, um... So that's fantasy, though? I mean, considered in the realm of, like, uh, I'm I'm thinking, like, Lord of the Rings kind of stuff. How does it bring me there? I don't know Mass Effect. It's make-believe, so I figured fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) So anything qualifies. Sure, yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm ever so curious for your second (laughs) offering you have. Okay, that was was good. I forgot about that. That was priceless. (laughs) Just railroading the conversation between two people. (laughs) You know, we've all done it from time to time. And and I remember one time in particular, like the first time we ever uh, potted with Game Fix. I don't even remember what the fuck we were talking about, but the conversation got long-winded and I just was kind of like checked out. I was like, all right, you know, just kind of going along with the motions and somebody addressed me on what was being talked about. And I was, <laughs> whatever my answer was, was like totally not right. <laughs> and like Verlaine was like, Dude, are you even listening to what we're talking about? <laughs> Just like, no, not really. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Those are good picks. Good picks. Um, one one thing that I always love is having a guest that it gets comfortable. You know, how many guests we've had on the show that sometimes just don't feel like they can totally open up and mm-hmm. jest with us? Sometimes they'll, they'll just be a little conserved and 
we have to kind of pry them out of the shell. Right. right. You know, the whole point of having them on to talk just bullshit, you know, for 45 minutes before we talk to them about their book is to get them out of their shell. It's warm them up, basically. Right. Yeah. Yep. And by the time you get to their project, they're, you know, it's like you're talking you're to an old fun. friend. They're mm-hmm. all opened up. They're not tense. They're not nervous. Where in the past where we just uh, started interview cold, like, all right, tell us about your book. It's really awkward. You know, you don't, does this make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I sometimes our guests not only uh, feel really at home with us, they 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 feel really at home with us. <laughs> yes. You know, those are my favorites. Yes. I love them because you get gold material out of them. And um, this moment actually happened in episode two hundred one. And the second I knew it happened, I was like, "That's going in episode three <laughs> hundred. It, it was going in my personal hall of fame." But. <laughs> uh, me and Jack start busting uh, Jake's chops as we do. You know, dudes around the mic just having fun talking. You get to ball busting. You know, right. we do it. I've had my balls busted. Jack certainly had his busted. And uh, that's just what guys I do. do. <laughs> You're due, Randy. Your ball bustings are a coming. But um, um, then the guest jumped in on me and Jake's ball busting on, on or me and Jack's ball busting on Jake. So I'm going to cut that in right here. Uh, I used to have this, <clears throat> it was a dragonfly, a remote control dragonfly. It was like clearance at Walmart. I saw it for like $2. I thought, why not? Yeah. Can't go wrong for $2. But this thing, I just would sit down, I'd get on the the control and try to fly it. Its wings would just start flapping and it doesn't work that way. Right. You, know? you have to throw it into, a, into the breeze and then activate it. Gotcha. Once I figured out how to get it going, this thing was incredible because it had four wings that just like a dragonfly and it yeah. would soar man it just would go like Stuff i a little what do they call that it's a when it flaps its wings instead of rotor wing it's an ornithop flight oh flight <laughs> <laughs> basic aviation i thought they called it ungravity <laughs> but no it's a, it's an ornithopter when the wings move when they're fixed it's just a that's all awesome, right we get it we get it. You, you are learned, man. That's true. <laughs> you know what? That is the point I've been trying to make for I like just about 94 episodes yeah. now. It's hard not busting up laughing thinking about it. Yeah. Basic aviation. <laughs> You're a learned man. <laughs> that shit was so funny. Oh, my uh, God. It's called Flight. <laughs> Another great moment in the Candel uh, archives. Randy, what you got? Uh, so the next one I've got, um, so just being on a few episodes with you guys, I know how hard it is sometimes to keep your composure. So before I was on, you guys interviewed the real Peter Griffin. Oh God. Oh yeah. Episode, uh, 284. I, I'm sorry to interrupt. I just gotta say I hurt after that episode. (laughs) Seriously. My sides, my jaw, like the, there was so much laughing happening that it physically hurt. I could tell because when you guys started, like, I could tell you guys had been, like, busting out laughing a few, like... Oh, yeah. It was before. before we even started the show, I think he had had us rolling off. Yeah, yeah. we were, we'd been talking, like, 20 minutes before the show started, mm-hmm. just laughing our asses off, yeah. But I tip my hat to you guys as professionalism, because you guys kept it pretty well maintained right around uh, until you're talking about the mystery science Peter, <laughs> and then yeah. you lost it. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I need to watch it again, man. It has been a long time. Same here. It has watch been it. a long time. Wow. Yeah. I need to get that on Do a viewing, UHF viewing. 
Yeah. <laughs> that would be fun, actually. We're all going to go on Skype later, and we're going to synchronize it on our PlayStations and watch it. <laughs> oh my god, that's a oh, you're making you're giving me real ideas here. That would be freaking awesome. I've almost thought of doing that, but wondering if it would work, if there'd be any kind of delay or anything that we'd start getting off somehow. There's one answer to that. Mm-hmm. We'll clean it up in editing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what else? We'll uh, well, I... Mystery science, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I am down if you are, sir. You just tell me when, and I will be there to record it. We just got to get Weird Al to sign off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, I would almost bet he would be on it with me. I was going to say, he yeah, would. Would he be, he'd be up for it, I bet. He seems like he'd be really accommodating and cool to almost everybody mm-hmm. that walked past him he seems very grateful very humble could you imagine how incredible that would be if i if i just sat there in like a little movie theater setting with my silhouette in front of the uhf (laughs) playing and i'm commentating with weird al it could be like a dvd release (laughs) i'd give you already have my money just make it happen i'd be able to commentate i'd be so in awe he's one of my heroes i'm like a fat weird al i write parodies to songs all the time man is that right write them down I do, I do. I, I've written so many parody songs that I have never released. You know, I rewrote all, the, like most of the lyrics to like a lot of Biggie Small songs and turned them into Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> called Notorious Pooh. It was hilarious. I remember as a child, I when I was like in, really like listening to Weird Al nonstop. Like I was, I was writing uh, a parody song myself. I'm trying to remember what it was. It was breakfast at Tiffany's. Remember the, and I say, what about breakfast at Tiffany's song from the nineties? I was going to make it breakfast at Mickey D's. (laughs) Oh, perfect. (laughs) Copyright can dare. Don't steal that. Anybody. God damn it. Copyright, copyright. <laughs> you got that poor man's copyright right there now. It's like, yep, forever. It counts. That shit will hold yeah. up in court, camera. Yeah. <laughs> Shoddy. <laughs> Shoddy, but it works. I believe I called shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> the law of shotgun states. Oh, shit. Oh, my sides are already hurting, and we're not even halfway in. Yeah. <sighs> That's what she said. <laughs> 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 she said, You're killing me, Peter. You're killing me. That's also what she said. <laughs> I'm setting myself up. Yeah, I'm pitching. Right. He's batting. God that dude, like I said already, just had us in pain. He was so freaking funny. It was different watching him on the videos because you look and you're like, Oh, yeah, haha, he's funny. I mean, he is funny, but then hearing. Sound like Peter, Peter Griffin, Griffin really in your ear talking. Yeah, but it just you know, makes it so much funnier. When we had him on, I had no idea. You know, obviously, I knew he sounded like Peter, and I thought, okay, he'll have some Family Guy one liners. Mm-hmm. Robert, who you know, his real name, Robert Franzisi, if yeah. I remember correctly, yeah. um, he's just funny. This dude could be doing stand up. Yeah. He yeah. is a comedian. Yeah. In every sense of the word. I mean, if you listen to that episode, we never stop laughing. Mm-hmm. He just never stops uh, riffing on what, anything that's said. He you knows know? what to say at the right spot yeah, he's to got keep that it going. Every yeah. Yeah. timing down yep. pat. He was yeah. good. He was so much fun. And so uh, I don't remember what episode number that was, but I strongly recommend checking it out. 284. Thank you, Randy. And a good moment that was to pick. Jack, what else you got? Oh, the 
2018 Christmas special we did. With Zordon? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just the the way we made it look like the old the old style uh, Christmas shows where we were out. Somebody's coming to the door. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the way David Fielding played on that, too, because yeah. I mean, we explained it to yeah. him in the beginning, but then all of a sudden we're like, there's someone at the door. Come on in. Yeah. Look, it's David J. Fielding. And he's like, hello, Pender. <laughs> yeah. In his yeah. Zordon voice. He played yeah. it up perfectly. Yeah. It was awesome. I tried so hard to uh, get the effect right on that, and I couldn't. Like, the first time I edited his voice to sound like Zordon, it's not perfect, but it came out pretty spot. Uh, close enough, mm-hmm. and this one I wasn't able to get. But uh, you can still, I mean, you, you hear it enough. Yeah. yeah, it's it's him. But uh, that was a cool moment. Oh, we need more. It's eggnog. a consistent joke. <laughs> the eggnog is bad. <laughs> uh, another another log on the fire there, Jack. Would you? Wait, did you guys hear that? Sounds like someone's knocking at the door. I, I didn't think know you're we right. were expecting anybody. Let me let me go get that really quick. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Zordon from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, David J. Fielding himself. David, thank you so much for being here with us today. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas, Rangers! <laughs> that is amazing! <laughs> the Zordon ho, ho, ho. Who else gets that? Yeah, just can't dare people. Yep. That's what hey, you guys, get how are you? <laughs> We're doing great. We're doing great. Uh, how are you, David? It's been a little while. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know... Winding down the year, getting ready for 2019. Yeah, aren't we all? <laughs> We're coming here, uh, get set next to the fire here with us, and let's go over uh, some stuff. I want to want to go over uh, some of your projects as of late uh, here in a little bit, like the Order graphic novel and your sure. appearance on the uh, web series Strange Happenings. But before we do that, I don't think we've ever had David on for a Christmas episode or Mm-mm. even around Christmas. So we got to pick your brain on how what a David J. Fielding Christmas looks like. Okay, uh, well, hand me a glass of that spiked eggnog, and we'll settle in here. Yeah. Nice. Jake, you want to hand that to me? It's mostly lighter fluid. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to like this one, David. They'll get too close to the fire. <laughs> that whole episode almost made my list, uh, just because of the the game show you guys played, and then you were talking about... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. My favorite, one of my favorite Christmas movies, which was Scrooge with Albert Finney. I think Zordon brought it up. Mm-hmm. And then uh, talking about Heat Miser and Snow Miser, who are, are my dudes. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that was that was a good one. That was a lot of fun, that episode. And, um, yeah, who else better to get than David J. Fielding? I mean, he's such a... Uh, he's become a good friend of the show, I, mm, I yes, feel. Yeah. And uh, I hope he feels the same. I hope I'm not <laughs> overstepping. But I think he... Yeah, I mean, he feels comfortable enough to come on and hang out with us anytime, and we've had a lot of amazing conversations with him, and uh, a lot more to come. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. he's actually expressed interest in being on What If before. I think that's something we should explore. Yeah, that'd be awesome too. Because uh, yeah, I'd love to hear his uh, take on that stuff. But good pick. All right, so um, I guess my last pick here will be, man, it was so much, one of my favorite memories, one of my favorite conversations was when we had Carrie Means on the show. Uh, Frylock. Frylock. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Now, this dude was so much fun to talk to. He was so laid back and just so cool. One hell of a nice guy, and I really hope we uh, cross paths with him someday because I'd like to really like to hang out with him. But Anytime you need somebody to follow you around the cons with the video camera, we'll volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <clears throat> he uh, was telling us stories of con life, things he's experienced. 
being on the contour. And one of the most entertaining things, I, I just laughed hysterically, was what he witnessed or what happened at the same con he was at with Dog the Bounty Hunter yeah, and his yeah. wife Beth. So I'm just going to cut that in right here. I was at a con with Mr. and Mrs. Dog, you know. Oh, the Bounty Hunters. Yeah, I can't say the rest. I, you figured it out. Mr. <laughs> Mrs. Dog was at a con. I was at a con, and the the, the Revenge of the Nerds from the the movie. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. The con. You couldn't get any more nerdy than a con if you're at a con with the Revenge of the Nerds cast. That's as nerdy as it gets. And I don't know how many of those those types of cons that Mr. and Mrs. Dog have done, but apparently not too many, because uh, Mrs. Dog was being a real bi 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 bi. Really. Got him kicked out. Wow. Yeah, but that's another story. I won't go into any details. But the moral of the story is, kids, don't be a Mrs. Dog. Whatever you do. <laughs> and I hear she's got throat cancer. Oh, that's Poor too bad. Thing. I don't wish that on anybody. Mm-hmm. But I don't either. I don't either. I don't know. Maybe that explains her behavior. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. She's like, fuck it. I'm dying of throat cancer. Fuck everybody. I don't know. I hope not. That would kind of change me to the antithesis of hate. I would be peace and love to everybody if I knew I was about to check out anytime soon. Yeah, right. for yeah. real. Yeah, you know, that's, that's the best that's, you can. That's mm-hmm. CA died, uh, the Beastie Boy. Mm-hmm. He had throat or mouth cancer or something like that, I believe, yeah. He did always have a raspy voice, so I don't, I don't know if that, maybe he smoked 10 packs a day. I don't know what his deal was. Mm. Yeah, man, life is short. That it is. And the, and the, the, the moral to my story is, when I'm talking about these people who are so nasty, to fans that come up to him. Not, I'm not saying that Lou Ferrigno's nasty to fans. I'm not saying that Mrs. Dog's nasty to fans. But the guy from Sons of Anarchy, this is, this is what I heard from the con grapevine. That, you know, that's the story that somebody else told me about the Sons of Anarchy guy. I wasn't at a con with him, but I was at the con with Mrs. Dog. And Lou Ferrigno did say, I don't swap to me. <laughs> so, I can only, me, man. <laughs> I can only my own personal experience. <sighs> you know. And and before Mr. and Mrs. Dog got kicked out, see, Dog wasn't saying nothing. Mrs. Dog was the one raising hell and high water with the security staff. Wow. And he cussed them out. That people, you know, the handlers would come, the volunteers would come, hi, how are you today? You need anything? Get out of my face. You know, something like that. I'm like, really? They just asked if she needs some water. What do you need? Trying to and help them out. They didn't even want to be on the general con floor. They, they had to have a special cornered off section with black curtains. Oh my so they would go. There will be no selfie stealing. There will be no somebody sneaking by, clicking a picture. It's such uh, yeah. a crazy business, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's so, it's, man. Is they've done a lot of those, like, biker-type cons. And, you know, biker-type tattoo cons and stuff like that. Yeah. And they haven't done very many actual nerdy, pure nerd, nerd yeah. cons. And so it was like, I'm going to go push these nerds around. First of all, she wanted to come in with her taser on her hip. That was, oh, yeah. that was the first flag. She's like, I'm coming in with this taser. And she never turns it off. This is the, this is security telling me the story. I'm getting it, you know, third person. But it's, the security guys were right there telling me all about it. The head of security. She she told him to go F himself. When, she told, <laughs> when he told her she couldn't smoke in the building because there was a designated smoking. Now, this is Colorado. So you could go upstairs out by the loading dock and smoke whatever you want. Remember, it's Colorado. So. Right. I was, you know, I was out there smoking with folks, not necessarily cigarettes, but uh, sure. we had a good old time. And the security guys were funny, though. They were standing by to get a good whiff. They, were, they <laughs> wouldn't want you to 
pants, try to pass it to her. They're like, no, 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 we're just going to stand here and <laughs> <laughs> breathe in. But anyway, so they was like, the first night was Friday night. Con was over it. And Dog was up there smoking a cigarette up, up, up in the smoking area with the, with the security guys. Like, you guys are great. You're doing a good job. All of a sudden, boom, the door kicks in to the smoking area. She comes outside. She says, there better not be any bitches out here. Mm, that was that was Mrs. Dog. That was the first night of the con. Then the next day, she got him kicked out by telling the head of security to go F himself. She can smoke wherever she wants. It was like, okay. He just politely turned around, walked away, and brought the Colorado police back. And the rumor is that she took off running when she saw the collar. <laughs> wow. Mrs. Dog running in slow motion, left to right. They're just bouncing. They're just <laughs> How is this not on YouTube in yeah, some really. fashion? It's got to be out there in some fashion. I got to find gone this. viral. Oh, that, that was my question to the security guys who were there. I was like, tell me you whipped out your phone. Please yeah. tell me. It's on tape. Somebody. No. Damn it. Where was I? I'm at my table signing autographs. I didn't know none of this was breakfast was going on. This is like two in the afternoon on Saturday. Kind in full swing, man. And this was going down. I was like, ah, damn it. Why couldn't I be going to the bathroom before a smoke break when this was happening? You know, I would have went out my phone. Just like, give well, him. Well, hell yeah. yeah. Give me that phone. Kill him. You know, she probably would have been chasing me because I was been filming it. <laughs> I'd have been fumbling so fast trying to get that thing up. Like, oh, my God, I'm going to miss it. Priceless. I mean, the, 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 I still maintain it's got to be on video somewhere. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. Has to. Yeah. How I can't imagine that. A con full of people with cell phones when she's running around the place trying to evade cops, yeah. not get caught on <laughs> video. What are you talking about? Somebody has it. They're just not letting it out. No. <sighs> Some kind of disclaimer after that. A bunch of security probably came through. <laughs> Need you to delete that. Yeah. Yeah. But man, good time. That was fun. Yeah, it was. That was fun. Yeah, that was a great episode. What else we got, guys? Anything? I'm tapped. That's I'm tapped too. I've got my last one. What, um, what do you got? This one is always going to kind of hold a special place in my heart, kind of like the Kevin Eastman did for you guys. Um, was the I think it was like the sep- second or third episode I was on. We got to talk to Zordon mm. about Avengers, um, and it was just a very surreal moment for me because. He grew up with the Avengers, and I grew up listening to Power Rangers. Yeah. Yep. So, and I mean, Zordon was a huge part of that. Yeah. So basically, hearing kind of like my childhood hero talking about his childhood hero, I just, that's, I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to have something that tops that. That's Hopefully cool. it will, but yeah, it was just, it was a great episode. It was a surreal night, and it was something I'm never going to forget. Yeah. Yeah. And again, David is a... Uh... Just so nice and cool yeah. to always be here hanging out, and um, I'm 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 thrilled you had that experience yeah. here. And thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to have that. <clears throat> no problem. <laughs> I, I mean, I remember you know when we start having these people on that uh, were from our childhood inspired us. I mean, it was I mean bigger than life. It's yeah. like how is this happening? How why are they talking to us? You know, it's but like taking Doug Jones out to dinner. Oh my God, <laughs> our first celebrity interview. And it was in person. Yeah. Yep. And I, we just kept thinking, nothing's going to top this. Mm-hmm. We're never going to get anything to top this. Nope. I remember listening to like an early episode where you guys talked to Jim Cummings, and you could hear mm-hmm. just kind of like the inner child's like, oh, do poo. Oh, do Darkwing Duck. Oh, yeah. Anytime yeah. he busted out in those voices, it was yeah. just sitting there. I can't say that I wanted to see Jim Cummings do poo. I wanted to hear his Pooh Bear impression, though. 
But <laughs> it's all right. Bad joke. Low hanging fruit. Low hanging fruit. But yeah, that was amazing. It yep. was a good time because you know if you've listened or watched Disney in any capacity for years, if you were born anywhere from like 1980 to whenever you've yep. heard him, you've heard his voice. Yeah, you can. You know, I was watching Clone Wars one night. I was like, oh, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. you know, I was. I don't. I've, I've, so many different things I've been watching. Oh, there he is. Mm-hmm. You know, just. It's crazy. Yeah. He's half half of Disney's voice. Yeah. Even uh-huh. like when I play World of Warcraft, he's oh, yeah. got voices in that too. I was playing uh, Skyrim a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, he was in Skyrim. Like, That's Jim Cummings. Yep. <laughs> wow. He's everywhere. Yeah. And the think that he's from my hometown, up in Youngstown. Yeah. 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 I forgot crazy. about that. Yeah. You guys talked about that, didn't mm-hmm. you? Yeah. forgot about that. That was a good time. You went to the Catholic school that we beat the pants off every year in football. You look pretty proud over there. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> kind yeah, of puffed right. up when you said that. <laughs> I had a part in that knot. <laughs> All right. I think that's going to do it. Very good memories, though, we've had here. And I hope uh, some of these clips have been insightful enough to maybe a new listener. Hey, go check out the catalog. There's some good shit in there. Let's make some new memories, folks. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Come on. All right. Before we move on now, let's cut over to another episode of Ask Dave. I'd buy that for a dollar, but first, let's ask Dave. Do you think Bigfoot is real or just a myth? Well, I believe in both. I think I think there is something big like that out there. But with all the technology technology we have now, why uh why ain't anybody fucking videotaping? Yeah, no shit. shit. Especially, like, from 30 years ago, like, you can't be that fucking mysterious, you know what I mean? All these hunters and shit, <laughs> gotta see something out there in the fucking woods, man. Or there's something maybe resembles. But, yeah, how does an eight-foot-tall Sasquatch remain totally unseen for how many years now? Yeah, so it's a fucking lie, you know, <laughs> basically. But you want to believe that there's some big animal out there. Oh, I don't. I don't want to believe that, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like, you got lions and, you know, you would think, think about it. They got all these National Geographic shows and stuff, you would think. You'd rather come into contact with a lion? No, oh, hell no. Over, over a Sasquatch? Oh, I'd rather take on the Sasquatch than the, the lion because the lion would tear your ass up. It got the claws and... Well, you know what? A lion exists, though, too. Bigfoot don't fucking exist right now, right? <laughs> but if he did, you think you could uh, appeal to a sensitive side to the Sasquatch? I wouldn't give you no fucking Jack's Beef Jerky, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> this episode brought to you by What If. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we did. I forgot. Yep. Totally talked about uh, what, what if, if Bigfoot existed or not. Yeah. What if pod.com. Yeah. A little bit of both. It's one or the other. <laughs> right. <laughs> Again, I love Dave. I need to go see him. I always plan on, like, when I go through his neck of the woods, like, I'm going to stop there sometime, but I'm always busy. Uh, but when I do, when I get the phone recorder out, I'm going to get a few Heck on yeah, the nice. spot, ask Dave's. Uh, breathe a little bit of life back into that show. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's a blast. And um, with that, I'm going to cut in a uh, message here from some friends of ours uh, across the pond over in the UK. So I'm going to cut that in right here. So this is Nick Gude, Harry Hughes, Luke Barnes. We're from the Snow Universe. Hi. Hello. Uh, 
we just wanted to say happy 300th anniversary. Well done. It's been it's been a ride, but we are a little bitter. Uh, well, we, I mean I, and when I say I, I mean all of us. Uh, I came up with an idea a long time ago. It was uh, a dream of mine, and I was on Candair, and uh, I was told you were you needed inspiration, inspiration for something uh, bigger, bigger than us. Uh, and it was a section where we discussed comic books, and I know I think I call it my greatest moment of my life, maybe the greatest moment of any life, uh, the creation of. The Comic Vault, uh, two words, simple, that I came up with, uh, pretty epic. Which has now ironically been put in a vault. In a vault. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, pr- Candair. Yeah, thanks, Candair. <laughs> I'm uh, pretty miffed about that. Probably probably not going to sleep for about three, four weeks on this one. Uh, solid tears. I've already filled like four, four litre bottles of actual Harry tears. And probably never going to be the same again. But if it works for your show, fine. That's fine. Fine by me. Maybe I'll have my own show. Maybe I'll do Comic Vault with Harry. Comic uh, Crush Hour. Comic Crush Hour. Uh, I'll come up with something of my own. You guys can sail on on your own ship, and uh, you can you can wave. So another I... multiple episodes. Exactly. Where we sit in ruin. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So uh, g- good luck with the future. Happy 300 episode, and say goodbye to all your fans. Uh, they're coming with me. <laughs> It's definitely the opposite of yeah. plug. Uh, seriously, <laughs> seriously, though, happy 300 episode. Um, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> fine, not anything more. Yeah. As you can hear, they're not too happy, gentlemen. No. <laughs> None we of us stole are. their idea, and now we're kicking it away. Oh, I wouldn't say we stole it. We were brainstorming with them, and they came yeah, up they with came the up comic with it for us. Yeah. yeah, so a big thank you to them for their inspiration and uh, mm-hmm. renaming it from the comic <laughs> Dump Bin. I mean, what a shitty name. Come on. But, um, you know, I'm kind of upset myself to see this segment go. Because for me, uh, I'm a comic lover. Mm -hmm. So to stop and talk comics for a little bit is awesome, but it's not for everybody. Yeah. Um, You know, some people are just here for the pop culture stuff. And sometimes a hard break away from conversation to talk comics can deter people. That's why we're kind of getting rid of it. But we're going to make this very last Comic Vault an epic one. All right? I don't know what we're going to do. I mean, seeing as you... (laughs) Well, you just go first, Jack. All right. So last mine. your first your your first on the <laughs> very last, last comic fault. So I've got number one, Year of the Villain, DC comic. And it's actually a four chapter, yeah, four chapter part, but I'm only gonna let you in on the first chapter because I don't want to spoil it for you. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> it opens up at the White House. Amanda Waller, you know who she is, right? Uh, yeah, she was like a Suicide Squad like person who got She's them like together. a uh, secret government agency that the heroes are always afraid of her because she's out to get the heroes. But she's like the woman who was in charge of like the Suicide yeah, Squad. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Villains don't like her. Nobody likes her pretty much. She's out to get everyone. All right, so it opens up on the, <clears throat> the White House. Amanda Waller's walking down the aisle or the, the hallway and it's kind of narrating who she is and why mm-hmm. everyone's terrified of her and she's on her way to go meet the president and as soon as she opens up the doors to the overall oval office there's lex luther she's going to talk, uh... talk to the president about lex luther opens up the door lex luther sitting at the desk with a bunch of the groups of the the uh, legion of doom and she's like what happened to the president they're like oh don't worry he's he's in uh he's just stunned but we're going to go ahead and take everything over right now. And they ended up knocking her out. Later on, it shows Lex Luthor, LexCorp, walking down through his offices, and he's got some plan on going of taking over the world, just like he always do. 
Oh yeah, like a Lex Luthor do. Yeah. And but this time he's planning on wiping out all the heroes, and he's got some plan devised. Um, next thing you know, there's Brainiac. Just trying to tell him, you know, you sure you want to do this? You're trying to talk him away. He's like, no, I'm the smartest man in the world. I'm going to do this. I got this. Yeah, I got this. You ain't going to stop me. Everyone's going to, they're all going. And then Captain Adam, he shows up outside the window and he's just like, Lex Luthor, don't stop you. If you don't stop, we're going to kill you. And he's like, don't worry. I've got this already. I'm going to do it myself. Hits a button on his watch. The whole building just blows up. Ooh. He gone. Yep. Done. Buy it yourself and figure oh, it out. Oh, you son of a bitch. One more time. What's that called? Uh, the Year of the Villain. It was a free comic book day. I think I have that. that. Yeah, I was just going to say, it looks familiar. I think I have it. It, it was looks pretty sweet, though. So cause... you're not so special. I can, I can read it myself. <laughs> he's sitting there talking to Brainiac about and devising his plan that he's got this big thing going on with all these villains. It shows all over the place. It's kind of like a Cerebro type thing where you see all the villains in DC mm. everywhere. It's pretty sweet. That's crazy. I don't know some of them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty sweet. Very I good. Enjoyed it. Go read it. It was free. I will. Even though it says it was only twenty five cents. But I haven't. No, it was free. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Randy, throwing that one in the vault. Got it. <laughs> it's worth it. All right, so I've got a massive book here. It's called the DC Comics Visual History Updated Edition. It is gorgeous, might I say. Ginormous. So, you remember back in high school and junior high when you used to go to the school library and you get those books that would have like about gems and stuff like that, that by DK, it was like real in-depth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the hardcover books. The same <clears throat> people made this. So... I think I have a Star Wars book. Okay. Like okay. that. Um but basically, it goes year by year, uh, starting oh, wow. from the 30s, and gives you kind of an overview of each comic that was released, kind of a synopsis. Basically, I just need to read this, and I You'll can know be, everything. Yeah, exactly. I can wow. keep up with you guys. Where did you point. get this? Um, I got it off Amazon uh, a while ago for Christmas. But, wow. uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. I'll let you I would say, it. yeah, that is a That's wealth almost of like they, what was that, Nintendo 64? Wow, you could kill somebody with this book. Yeah. That we had. Now, I was looking prior to the start of this episode. They do have one for Marvel that I'm going to get that's same publisher and same concept. Yeah, I know probably more of what I'm looking at in that book. But, um, man, this is something else. Look at this. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just something you could take a whole day and just thumb through and read. I mean, it's 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 awesome. I uh, These kind of books always make me think of like they're good bathroom readers, though I don't want to ever encourage taking a book this nice into the toilet. No, no, no. Yeah. Man, that is a gorgeous book. Take a look at that, Jack. Just don't strain your arms. It's heavy. It's like 400 pages, and I mean, it's real thick paper. You could kill someone with it. Yeah. Easily. Jack, why are you looking at me? Jack, what are you doing? (laughs) No, just like the wealth of knowledge, all the pictures. It's like a great big book. Great big That old raven and Starfire. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Man, Batman, the blue and the grays, Devil Man. So I figured it was appropriate to end our 300 episode on a, a book. A book that, that kind of gives and celebrates Rick Jones. history of everything. What? Rick Jones. Uh, yeah, Rick Jones should be in there, bitch. Not no, in there. No, I know. That was Marvel. That was Marvel. <laughs> Get it right, dude. Gotcha. I need to read this. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Yeah, when you get the Marvel one, bring it around. I'd like to see it. Absolutely. For sure. For sure. All right. My uh, very last comic vault entry is 
who would have guessed something from I was from just going to say that. I'm Teenage that. Mutant turtle Ninja book. Turtles. Who would have thunk it? But you know what? I wanted to do something special for this uh, very last one. And um, I, the pick is also inspired, but you know, from another moment from our past. And I can't remember what episode it was. Early episode where we spoke with Jim Lawson. And Jim oh, Lawson, early, early episode, yeah, yeah, he was a uh, writer for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and artist uh, in the early days. He did some work uh, with Kevin and Peter, like uh, what was he doing, like uh, penciling or maybe outlines and stuff for them at first. Yeah, but then pencils, like I, early days, like black and white. Where yes, they, okay. and then uh, later, like a different comic series, he came to uh, draw them and write some of the stories occasionally. And this is one he wrote. Okay, it was episode 63 is what it was. And then I aired it again on uh, episode 123, like as part of the canned classics. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, man, that was a great conversation. He was a hell of a cool guy to talk to. This story is called The Path. And um, I kind of learned about it researching to talk to Jim. And uh, it kind of resonated with me because it's not about the turtles going to... Uh, find, you know, the shredder, find the foot. This is just them kind of chilling at home, and tragedy strikes the family. Okay. And I, uh, I'm i a huge cat lover, as anyone who's been here knows, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but um, this last November, I lost probably my best buddy, mm. who was the cheat. And it is, to this day, just so hard to deal with. And I remember reading this comic then when he was alive in a well and here with us and thinking man if this happened to him you know would i do this i'd may i don't think i would do this and this will all make sense once you hear this okay but um on the other side of it now talking about it with him gone i might think about resorting to something like what happens in this comic so let that kind of be the the bait on the hook for this i'm I'm intrigued again this is called the path and it starts with splinter just meditating they're staying in an apartment they're not in the sewer for some reason or another here but uh you see again splinter meditating and his eyes fly open he just says death like he senses death something's happened okay and uh, the turtles are all just kind of sitting around, watching TV on the computer, doing their thing. Eating pizza. Right. Uh, someone said, oh, it's 6 o'clock, the Simpsons are on. They're getting comfortable to watch the Simpsons, you know. And uh, Michelangelo's cat, Clunk, goes out the window. And they're like, Mikey, Clunk, he just went out the window. You better go get him. He's like, ah, you know, he's streetwise. He'll be good. He'll be good. He'll, he'll, he can take care of himself, you know. So he's up there just minding his own business, watching TV again, and all of a sudden he hears the screech of tires and oh, a car hit something, hit a pole. And he's like, oh, crap, uh, where's Clunk? You know, and he rushes outside in his trench coat and hat to find that Clunk has indeed been struck, has been hit. Oh. And um, he is dying. There's nothing he can do. The cat's dying. And this homeless woman who had found Clunk right after he'd been hit said, Come with me, I know somebody. And there's this like uh, kind of homeless, kind of voodoo person kind of hanging in the wings there. And what this person says is, I can save your cat. But, uh, you know, I, you to give a life, you have to, uh, you know, for me to give a life, I must receive the, a life, you know, life for a life. So bring me another cat. So he takes off into the night because time is of the essence. You know, right. it, it matters. He has to be quick. And uh, he finds a cat that's just kind of sniffing around a trash can, kind of flea, flea-ridden cat. And he's like, no one's going to miss this cat. Grabs him, and he starts running back to the voodoo guy. 
And, uh, you know, when he gets there in time for the exchange, he kind of looks at the cat and says, like, I can't do this. This yeah. isn't right, you know. Clunk at his time. And uh, it's time for me to say goodbye, let go. And so he lets the cat go, and he kind of starts his mourning process when he finds then Clunk had a litter of kittens. Oh. So then he takes on those cats. But, yeah, that was just a... Uh, I don't know. I guess I just wanted to kind of do that for, I guess, his sake. Read that I comment. I remember that story that you, talking with Jim. You do? Yeah. I think yeah. It sounds very familiar. I almost thought it was going to go the ice cream kitty route, but. No. I, I like, don't think that's. not going to go the ice cream kitty. I don't think. How would you go that route of doing that? I don't think any of that came around uh, <laughs> until Nickelodeon, ice yeah, cream kitty. Yeah. But, yeah, that was a good stuff. I was from the uh, Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Volume 5 book that I picked up back when we uh, were interviewing him. So. Awesome. Yep. I and, like that art style version of him. Back when Jim used to draw them. Yeah, I, I would, I've would. i always wanted to get a commission done by Jim, but not of the Turtles. I've wanted one of Splinter meditating. I thought that would be tight to have mm-hmm. on the wall. And I just still will get it one of these days. I just, I'm lazy, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> got his email address. I know, I know. Just lazy. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, let's push the big vault door shut one last time, gentlemen. Help me push it here. Well, maybe one day we'll pry it back open if if, if we're desperate enough. Yeah. Just don't care enough. Or... We get stood up by a guest, then we'll have a character <laughs> we can talk to. Hey, yeah. hey there's an happened. idea. It's yeah. happened. There's an idea. Thought about that. All right, cool. And with that, before we move on, let's get to another Ask Dave. Move over, Kanye. It's the real artistic genius. It's Ask Dave. If you were greeting an alien coming off a ship that had just landed, what would you say to it? I'd say, what's up? <laughs> I'd say, hey, come with me. You know, let's go. You know, first of all, there's going to be a big, well, he's going to be intimidated. He's going to be intimidated by me. He's, I'm going to be intimidated by him because I don't know what the fuck he is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And I'd probably say, you got any weapons on? You come in peace? Then, you know? And then if they say, yeah, well, then we can go do things. What are you going to do? Well, you know what? If he's got that aircraft, we can go wherever we want. Like we talked about, we can fly over to fucking Rome, Greece, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And be right back. There you go. But, you know, we can show him, we can Americanize him, tell him some things not to do, you know. <laughs> like, what's that? What, what would you tell him not to do? Well, don't be a, an idiot, you know. <laughs> One thing is, you just, you can't trust, you got to know who your friends are, too. Because everybody can try to fuck you over, so you got to watch what you're doing, too. Truer don't. words were never spoken. All right. <laughs> All right, there you have it. Another in our last Ask Dave for this episode. (laughs) Priceless Ask Dave episodes. Mm -hmm. And if you do want more of them, you can uh, either go back and listen to those early episodes of the catalog. Again, I think they're episodes maybe like 10 through, if I had to guess, 60s, 70s, somewhere in there. Did we do that many of them? We did, but we we peppered them out the episodes, and I think Mm. we replayed some of them, too. So, um Either that or you can just shoot us an email and I can uh, send you the files for them if you want to listen to them that way without having to go through the torture of listening to those early episodes. Going, God, they were bad. Would it be safe to say he is the master splinter of the Candir crew? 
Uh, you're referring to Dave. Dave. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. I was trying to be funny, but yeah, cut it. No, nah, not no. Master Splendor, man. I don't know who that would go to, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Anyway, gentlemen, it's time to play some Jeopardy. Am I? All right. Jack, I love you, man, but trash tarp sucks. Trash tarp. <laughs> trash tarp sucks. Jack. Yeah, yeah damn, damn trash tarp. All right, so once again, everyone, welcome to this uh, second installment of Candare Jeopardy. Again, the only other time we played Jeopardy on Candare was episode 25 uh, with Mike and uh, Jeff and uh, yourself, Jack, as yes. contestants. And uh, that was fun. We, again, were playing for the Candare uh, trophy, the canny, as we mm-hmm. called it. We, and we made a little makeshift uh, Oscar-looking thing out of Iron Man in a Friskies can. Nice. He was here, that's right. <clears throat> he was, yeah. he was. And... I, uh, I'm excited to unveil what's, what the trophy, what the canny, rather, looks like this year. Because I actually uh, am pulling inspiration again from our back catalog for the trophy. And I have something I want to show you, gentlemen, really quick. Uh, you, you might remember when we were talking with Brian, uh, one of the things we spoke about, Brian, I don't know if I already said, Brian Volkweiss being the creator of the toys that made us. When we had him on to talk about the show, we were also talking about at one point... Uh, generic knockoff toys we had come across in the past. Uh, Like the generic Power Rangers or Turtles or just how bad they can get. Power guys. They're so bad, they're awesome, you know? And um, so I went out looking and I found found a guy who's not trying to be anything else. Well, maybe he was originally trying to be someone else, but they just dubbed him Military Man. (laughs) I think I saw that. (laughs) No, I didn't see that one. And and uh, if, as you can see, he looks nothing like a military man. He no. looks just like the Undertaker, if you ask me. Yes, yeah. he does. Yeah, now I see. And he's he's on a backboard that has ar- actual army men with guns firing, and he comes with a briefcase and two weapons. <laughs> and um, yeah, there's a little bit closer look at him. <laughs> military Mullet and all action man and this is the best part of this guy okay this is the back view of him now mind you look at his arms his arms are exposed you can see flesh okay mm-hmm. but when you go to the back oh <laughs> solid black there is no paint on the back talk about a final fuck you for once yes. you get the guy out of the package like we didn't paint the back fuck you you Never already opened it money. right right so i decided that i was going to take military man and give him new life so gentlemen let me first I, i've got a few trophies here okay right. first so first for the winner we have oh military man canny nice we're gonna gorgeous. get some pictures of him here and we're gonna have this all over social media but uh yeah well, we made a trophy out of the military man this is the best used Action. There were so many of these guys and on that <laughs> shelf. They were just all over the place. And this one is going to... is. I mean, it's the best treatment any of those toys will ever get, yeah, right? Yeah, serious. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So there he is. The Candare Military Man Canny. That's for the winner. Now, if you lose, I've got something for you, too. <laughs> well, guess what it is, Jack? No. <laughs> no idea. Yeah, you wouldn't guess this. I give you the mini Brie Larson trophy. <laughs> oh my god! That's horrible. Oh my god! I'm that's that bad. That's nightmare fuel right there. 
Jesus. I think she Display wants to go. me. Display me. <laughs> I think she wants to go home with you, Jack. Wow. This is simply, yeah, it is horrifying. It looks like a death mask, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, but it does. This is one of the Happy Meal Avengers toys with some spray paint <clears throat> added to it. Mainly because I didn't want the damn thing. So <laughs> that's why the loser's getting it. Do you guys remember Madam Woe from uh, Power Rangers? No. Mm-mm. Okay, look her up. That will do. That's what yeah. she looks like. Well, the, the completely face. horrifying. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Very good. All right. Let's get this Jeopardy game underway. All right, gentlemen, let's take a look at uh, the boards here. Your categories are cartoon characters, song lyrics, characters and actors, catchphrases, and where are you from? And in this, uh, in where are you from category, you're given characters from a TV show or movie, and you have to say what the TV show or movie is they are from. All right, now let's uh, see. Let's flip a coin to see who's going first, I guess, just like Alex Trebek doesn't do. (laughs) Who wants to call it in the air? Go ahead, Randy. All right, heads. Heads, I go. (laughs) What? (laughs) Sorry, he just called It is heads, so Randy goes first. All right. I'll let you have that one. Uh, (laughs) And the Brie Larson. (laughs) It was awful nice of him. (laughs) All right, Randy. Let's do Where Are You From for 500 Wow, go big or go home, Jeez. right? Plucky, Elmira, Hampton. Tiny Toon Adventures. You are correct, sir. Man, it's like that question was made oh, for was you, wasn't it? The city that they're in, or the location that they're at, not the show. No, the movie or show they're from. Okay. If you listen to the description, Jack, instead of checking out Brie Larson. <laughs> <laughs> no. The spray paint on this Brie Larson thing kind of ran down and in the right light kind of gave her a Hitler mustache. <laughs> so, I mean, that was unintentional, but you know, I mean, but it you, works. You know, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to change it. No. That's what happened. You know, I mean, so. Put the work into it. Yeah. Right. I mean, come on. All right, Randy, you still have the board. All right, let's go. Where are we from for 400? Pork chop, Skeeter, Patty mayonnaise. Doug. Oh, we was just not going to ring the buzzer. You got to ring the buzzer. All right. <laughs> Doug. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who's getting that? I'll give it to Jack. He did it the right way. <laughs> okay. Jack, you have the ball. Cartoon characters for 100, please. Moose and Squirrel. Randy. Rocky and Bullwinkle. You are correct, sir. Isn't it who are Rocky and Bullwinkle? Oh, we're getting technical now. No, he's right. I did it's say to... Jeopardy. I'll, I'll, uh, everything slides up to this point from okay. here right. on out. All right. Gloves are off. From here on out. These are catching me off guard for some reason. I don't know why. All right. I thought you would have definitely got that I, one. It's something with the the answer is throwing me off. I'm going to see if I can wake <laughs> myself up or something. I'll just move this to the side of the table. Yeah. It's, it's breeze throwing me <laughs> off. <laughs> All right, Randy. You still have the ball. Uh, let's go. Characters and actors for 100. All right. All right. Green Lantern. Deadpool. Jack, who is Ryan Reynolds? You are correct, sir. And Pikachu. That's how this category, I forgot. I mean, you already kind of see how it's going to play out. Yeah. But it's either going to be two characters with, you know, a singular actor or actress who plays them or multiple actors and the character they've all portrayed. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I forgot to tell you guys that. We'll wait for the, the whole question to be read to you. All right. So sorry, hands at the same time. <laughs> Jack, you have the board. Cartoon characters for two hundred, please. This animated duo put Mike Judge on the map. Who's Beavis and Butthead? You have it correct. All right, Jack. Cartoon characters for three hundred, please. He's the father of Tommy Pickles. 
Randy. I know the Who show. Who is Stew Pickles? Correct, sir. Yeah, I knew the show. That was it. I didn't like that show. All right, Randy, you have the board. Let's do cartoon characters for 400. This thought-to-be-fictional friend was shot, revealing he wasn't fictional at all. Jack. Mr. Burns. Who is Mr. Burns? I'm afraid not. What? Thought-to-be-fictional friend. Key words, gentlemen. Pay attention to the question. Or the answer, rather. I'm, I'm totally Jack out now, so. Oh, pass. your way, Jack. No idea. Mr. Poopy Butthole was oh the answer. Oh, my God. That was a tough one. Man, that was tough. Uh, boom. You answered incorrectly, right? Yep. All right. Yeah. Incorrect answers are deductions, too, right. just like Jeopardy. All right. Uh, so who has the board? Who was that? Randy picked that one. Then you go ahead. Yeah, if he, no one got it right. Control still. Uh, cartoon characters for 500. This character played as servant to a futuristic family. Jack. Who is Rosie? Yes, sir. You got that one right. Yes. Boom. Rose the robot. All right, Jack, you have the board. Uh, we'll try catchphrases for 100. <laughs> this one. I'm concerned on this one. Cowabunga. Who was it? It was Did Jack. I get it? it was Jack. Who is Michelangelo? That works. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Michelangelo. Mm-hmm. All right. it more often. Jack, you have the board. Uh, characters and actors for 200. Cable, Thanos, Jack. Oh God, what's his name? <laughs> Josh Brolin. Who's who is Josh Brolin? You got it, Randy. Did yeah. you not buzz in? Uh, he beat me way before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I knew who he was, just didn't remember his name. He sat up real quick, so I let him have it. <laughs> yeah. All right, Randy, what do you got? All right, let's go. Uh, catchphrases for five hundred. Now, isn't that special, <sighs> Jack? The church lady. Who's the church lady? Correct the mundo. Man, that's bad. <laughs> Jack, you have the board. Uh, where are they from for 100? Coach, Woody, Cliff. Jack. Where's Cheers? Correct. Everybody knows your name, Randy. <laughs> Jack, <laughs> you have the board. Where are you from for 200? Lisa, Zach, AC. What is Saved by the Bell? God damn. Oh, tearing <laughs> up. I didn't surprise you didn't get that one. You don't uh, know Saved by the Bell? Yeah, not really. Really? Yeah. Okay. Jack, get the board. We'll finish it off. Uh, where are you from at 300? Gadget, Zipper, Monterey Jack, Randy. Who are the Rescue Rangers? Yes, sir. I was in love with Gadget, man. Who the hell was Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Good. I don't feel so bad saying it then. So it's like, take off that jumpsuit, Randy. <laughs> I'm a little uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, let's go with catchphrases for 200. Not the mama. Randy. Who's the baby from the dinosaurs? Correct. Still your board, Randy. Uh, catchphrases for 300. Don't have a cow, man. Jack. Who's Bart Simpson? Correct, Amundo. Bart Samson. Jack, you have the bow. Uh, catchphrases for 400. On your left. Randy. Uh, S- Sam from Endgame. Who is Sam from there? The you are, Sorry. there you are. Yes, you got it, man. Randy's catching up, Jack. You better, uh, you better put on your running shoes. Is that his catchphrase? I know he kept doing that in uh, Silver. He's done. He's done in all of them. Has he? Yeah, he I did it in Winter Soldier, Civil that's War. That's the one I remember him doing it because when he's done were... it at least four times. Have they really? Oh yeah, man. How did I not catch that one? On your left. That's why it was so impactful when he came back in Endgame. Like 
Cap, Cap, do you hear me? On your left. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't catch that. The velvety voice of Anthony Mackie. <laughs> All right. Whose board is it? Randy. Randy. Uh, let's go characters and actors for 300. Really avoiding those song lyric categories, aren't we, gentlemen? <laughs> yes, I am. Bane. Phantom. Who's Randy. Tom Hardy. Correct, sir. I remembered his name. I would not, I would not uh, remember his name. <laughs> characters and actors for 400. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Evan Thomas Peters. Nope. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> the answer was Quicksilver. Oh. All right, Randy, uh, still your board. Characters and actors for 500. Elias Cotis, Stephen ML. Oh, man, that was close. That was him. You sure it was me? Yeah, it was you. Who's Green Arrow? Nope. What? Oh, damn it. I know who it is. Randy? That was my guess, but... No, I know who it is now. <clears throat> All right. Well, for no points, do you want to guess? It's Casey Jones. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. After I'm like, God damn it, he is too the Green Arrow. That's all right. Casey I would have said Green too. Arrow, too. Yeah. He thought I was telling you, no, he's not the Green Arrow. I was thinking that dude was from uh, Smallville, the Green Arrow from oh, Smallville. Okay. So I, I have no idea who he was. All right. Okay. Randy, still your board. All right. Song lyrics for 100. I get knocked down, but I get up again. Uh, Jack. My name's Jack. Who <laughs> <laughs> is Chumbawamba? What's the name of the song? Oh, God. I don't know. Uh, tub thumping. You are correct. So it's a song name and artist? I, just song name. You don't have to have the artist. Okay. All right. Song lyrics. All right. Yeah. Song lyrics for 200. Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take you. Jack. Kokomo by the Beach Boys. Correct. And we'll go song lyrics for 300. I would stay awake just to see you breathing. Randy. Uh, Aerosmith. Um, oh, damn it. Um, Armageddon theme song. Son of a... Oh, I don't want to close. Son of a... I miss you, babe. Oh. And I don't want... Uh... All right. I'm damn disappointed it. in both of you. I said Aerosmith. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. <laughs> Rand, or uh, who's bored? Uh, is it mine still? I think yeah. so. Yeah. Four or we'll five hundred. Song lyrics for five hundred. Oh wow! Look at the well. big yeah. balls All on right. Jack over All here. Right. No matter how much Peter loved her, may the pan refuse to grow. Crickets. Clueless. <laughs> Hook. Blues Traveler. Uh, I don't. A lot of their songs, I don't think I know the lyrics just because he sings so yeah, fast. Yeah, I can tell. Sometimes. I can tell. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Which <laughs> leaves us with song lyrics for 400. Two trailer park girls go round the outside. Jack. Damn it. I, it's Eminem, and I have no idea what the name of the song is. Uh, Slim, Shady, Slim Shady song, is that? Can I steal, or is that not how that. If you know the answer, yeah. Uh, Randy. I knew it, and then I... Oh, okay. Um, guess who's back? You both guessed that's, wrong, so I both have to deduct. Oh. Without me, the oh, correct answer God, is... I'd have never got that one. All right. So, that ends uh, the first round of Jeopardy. We have Jack at 1,900 points, and Randy right behind him at 1,800. Damn, this is anybody's game. It is, right. really. I can't believe we got that close <laughs> to that. 
Good I, game, I was like, sir. I good got game. this. Oh, so I'm kick easy. Your ass here oh, in a minute, but good game. <laughs> We're gonna take a quick intermission. We're not doing Final Jeopardy yet. We have a whole nother board, Jeff. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. I beefed this up to like a real episode of Jeopardy. All but right. before we move on to round two, I'm gonna cut in right here. I, uh, another message of a uh, from a friend of the show. Hello, I was told to call this number and talk about how great the Canned Air podcast is. If I ever want to see my puppy Snuggles alive again. So here it goes. Boy, I love the Canned Air podcast. It's so great. They're on episode 300 and I couldn't be happier. So just send me my back, my puppy. All right, guys. Just kidding. This is Brian Lau, the creator of Staunch Ambition and Infernal City Firehouse. And I'm honored to have been on your guys' show several times out of 300, many times. And and to get to know you, meet you guys, and I'm so happy that you guys have had the success that you've had. And I wish you continued success. You guys rock. Thanks for having me on. I look forward to seeing you again soon. Good old Brian E. Lau. And uh, we will return <laughs> Snuffles without a scratch now that we have, uh, he has met his bitch. end of this agreement. <laughs> I, I say agreement with air quotations, but all right. Now, time for round two of Jeopardy, gentlemen. Let's take a look at the boards here. All right. Categories are video game characters, Star Wars, duos, fictional places, Who's the man? In the category, who's the man, I'm looking for the name of a, a hero or a villain who has man in the name, like Superman or Batman. You know what I mean? Yeah, got it. All right. All right. So uh, who who was in the lead? Well, I guess since Jack's in the lead uh, here in round two, we'll let him kick it off. Uh, Jack, choose a category. Duos for 100. Duos for 100. Party on! I'm going to give that one to Randy. Okay. He was he was going up first. Uh, who are who is um, uh, Wayne's World? Duos. Wayne and Garth. Boom. Who are Wayne and Garth? Yeah, last names. I'm going to be lenient. But okay. All right. There it is. Fair enough. Now tied. Now tied at 1900. Randy, the board is yours. Uh, video game characters for 500, please. Look at this guy. Jeez. He's like fuck you, Jack. <laughs> He's been referred to as Dark Sonic. Randy. Who is Shadow the Hedgehog? Damn, son. You're in your wheelhouse now, aren't you? <laughs> Maybe a little. Uh, video game characters for 400. Boom. The main character of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. This was the best Grand Theft Auto to date, if you ask me. Yeah, I never played that. The newest one's pretty good, but man. Oh. Those are, you're the black dude, right? Mm-hmm. That you'd gain weight and stuff? Yeah. yeah. I didn't play any of that one. Really? Yeah. That, that was the say. best Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> That's when they started putting licensed music in it, too, right? Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, no, they did, they did before, before that. They, they were doing that in Vice City. They were doing that in Grand Theft Auto 3, actually. They had original music with, uh, with licensed mm. music. C.J. Johnson was the correct response I was looking C.J. for. C.J. Johnson. I got it. <laughs> what a great game that was. Uh, anyway, Randy's game, the board's still yours. Uh, let's go video game characters for 300. He was genetically engineered by Dr. Cortex. Any PlayStation owner worth their salt should know this. Yeah, but which one? It really doesn't matter, I don't think. The Crash Bandicoot? Jack! Correct! All Crash right. Bandicoot. Woo. All right. 
I vaguely, vaguely remember I thought you were him. talking about the villain, so I was trying to think of which No, villain. he was created by hey, Dr. Cortex. All right, Jack, you have the ball. Who's the man for 100? Who's the man for 100? He watches over Eternia. Jack. Who's He-Man? That is correct. Jackie, the board is still yours. Stay with who's the man for 200. Charlie's sporty alter ego, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. God damn it. <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot think of it, but I know it. Anybody? Randy? No. no. Freaking hilarious. Correct response was Green Man. Green Man. What's the score so far for our listening audience? So far, Randy wants to remind everyone that he is 100 points ahead of Jack (laughs) at 2,400. This is a close game. (laughs) I'm I'm actually kind of happy. I was, like, worried that it would be slanted one side or the other. I I thought it would be, too, me winning. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet, sir. I'm worried about getting the Brie Larson. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants the Brie Larson trophy. All right, Jack. Still me. We're going to stay with who's the man for 300. Who's the man for 300? He inherits the consistency of whatever he touches. Jack. Absorbing man. Who is absorbing man? Damn, son, you are good. You want to remind the audience of the scores now, Randy? Yeah, we're we're good. (laughs) Jack, the board's still yours. going for 400. Who's the man for 400? He never has to worry about being in two places at the same time, Randy. Who is multiple man? Damn. Yes, sir. Damn, that was good. Randy, the board is y'all's. Uh, let's go who's the man for 500. Up and Atom. Atom spelled A-T-O-M. Correct response was Radioactive Man. Mm. Atom being the clue there. From the Simpsons, Radioactive Man? Oh. 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 The wash that come over everybody. Oh. Love it, love it. All right, whose board do we still have here? This is still Randy Randy's out. board. All right, let's go video game characters 200. His game involves getting him home to his girlfriend after a night of heavy drinking. Randy. Who is Conker. Yes, we find ourselves talking too frequently about Conker, don't we? <laughs> yes, we do. Randy, you still have the bow. Uh, let's go video game characters for 100. I'm using this voice because this was a weird kind of voice I used in episode 25 when we first did this for some reason. I did it the whole time You've got then. The ball. You've got the bow, yeah. Randy. you got the bow, Jeff. <laughs> I don't know why I did that, but <laughs> listening back, it was kind of funny. So I'm going to pepper it in here. But um, The game show host voice. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I think I was just masking nervousness maybe at the time because I was still wasn't comfortable with right. all this. You maybe know? that's how I should be talking. <laughs> right. Video games. Game characters for 100. He's the brother of a doppelganger pl- plumber. Randy. Who's Waluigi. God. Damn, son. That is correct. All right, you have the bold. Uh, let's go. Duos for 500. Well, I, this guy's got some brass balls. He's not it. stair yeah. stepping He's down. Far away. He's yeah. not easing into the hot tub. Nope. He's like fucking cannonball <laughs> in that thing, man. Snooch to the nooch. J Muse or Jay and Silent Bob? Jay, who is Jay? Who's Jay and Silent Bob? Who's Jay Muse? That's close enough. Who is, who are Jay and Silent Bob is what I was looking for, but I'll give it to you. Who is Jay and Silent Bob? I I actually wrote Smooch to the Nooch, but you get what I was going for. I did exact Nooch, yeah. All right. Jack, the board is y'all's. Fictional places for 100. Mushroom houses make up this village. Randy. Uh, who are the, or what is the Smurfs Village? 
Correct, sir. Yes. I didn't think he was going to get it. I man. was trying to think if there was I a specific name no. for it. You have the bold. Uh, let's go fictional places for 500. In this place, there's no earthly way of knowing which direction we are going. Randy. What is Willy Wonka's Chocolate Damn Factory? It. You are good, son. I didn't think people were going to get that one. No, I can't. Brooks like, I no can't one's going to get not that. Not hear That's that Gene Wilder. Head. Yes. Good yeah. one. Yes. There's no yes. way of knowing which direction we are going. Is it raining? Is it pouring? Is a hurricane a blowing? Randy, it's your board. All right, I'm going to go for a cannonball again. Let's go Star Wars 500. <laughs> the Rebels character Zeb was created from the original concept art of this character. God damn it. We've talked about this before. Yeah. See, all these, not all of them, but a lot of these questions are kind of inspired by things we talked about on the show, though they are things you don't have to, you didn't have to ever hear them on the show to know. You know what I mean? That makes sense. You just went for 500. And I got nothing. Yeah. Yep. Jack? I can't think of what it was, or I don't want to answer and get it wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> answer to this one. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to buzz you out already, but the answer to this one lies in our YouTube video. Chewbacca, yeah, it was Chewbacca. Yeah. Chewbacca. I, I so wanted to say it, but I didn't want to be wrong just in case. All right, Randy, you still have the board. Uh, let's go duos for 400. Duos for 400. This duo found that making burgers really wasn't all that. I think it was Randy. Was it? I think, I it, I think it was Jack. Think it? I, what do you slightly. say? Slightly. Honestly. It was me. Okay. <laughs> what is it? Who's Keenan and Kel? Mm, or, I mean, yes, you got it right. I did the wrong noise as I revealed the right answer. I was proud Who's of Who's in the booth ringing them noises? Yeah, I was proud of the, of the answer on that one. <laughs> that was good. Jack, you have the board. Oh, Star Wars 400. This is where Yoda lives, Jack. Where's Dagobah? Correct, sir. What is your uh, Star Wars level, Randy? Uh, mid-range. Okay. Like casual fan? Uh, I'd say a little bit above casual. Perfect. All right, Jack, you still have the board. It was Star Wars for 200. The visual effects crew studied elephants to bring these vehicles to life. Randy. What are the walkers? The ATA walkers. Yes, sir. You are correct. Randy, it's your board. Oh, let's go Star Wars for 300. <laughs> Star Wars for 300. What was he saying? <laughs> this is the only Star Wars episode Yoda hasn't appeared in. Jack. Force Awakens? He wasn't in it, but his voice oh, was oh, in oh. it. A New Hope. What is A New Hope? There we go. Yeah. There we go. Good job, Randy. Yeah, that was a tricky one, too, because yeah. I thought, well, he wasn't Bruce Awakened, but I, yeah, in that in whole, like, my head, with that the lightsaber. Yeah. 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 Okay. Where you hear, like, yeah. uh, Obi-Wan, like, Ray, mm-hmm. your first steps, but I didn't think know? we were that technical. Wow. Well, but he definitely wasn't in A New Hope altogether. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't you didn't think about that, mm. did you? All right, Randy, you're bored. Uh, Star Wars 400. Lando Calrissian's co-pilot in the Millennium Falcon, Jack. Nyan-num. That is correct. Nine-num, nine-num. that's it. Who is Nyan-num? <laughs> he was also a guest on our show. I thought yes. you were having a stroke there for no. me, man. <laughs> Jack, you have the ball. Fictional places for 200. This place offers required education for wizardry. Randy. Where is Hogwarts? You are correct, sir. I wasn't sure about that one. Had an idea, but wasn't quite sure. Randy, the boat is uh, yellow. Let's go fictional places 400. Where lost boys never grow up. Randy. What is Never Never Land? Where is Never Never Land? Correct. 
That says Neverland. Not yeah, Neverland. Yeah, that's the right answer. I, didn't, I, just, <laughs> I was like too lazy to write another. That's never. Michael Jackson's place. What are you talking about? <laughs> One thing I did forget in this Jeopardy game. <laughs> gross. <laughs> <laughs> That <laughs> guy hit me a little late. <laughs> um, 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 damn, you wiped my memory of what I was even going to say. A double Jeopardy? Is oh, yeah, I totally doubles? forgot double Jeopardy. Like oh. daily double shit. Like, so whatever. Can you do it? Not in this thing, but oh, I could okay. have written it down like, this one's going to be double. Oh, you know? gotcha. so, who has the board? I, I We're on the I trust do. program okay. here. Okay, Randy. I did Michael Jackson's place. He just got, yeah, he just got Neverland, so he's got. Yes. It. Okay, Randy. Uh, fictional places for three hundred. The Flintstones and Rubble families reside in this town. Randy, where's Bedrock? Damn, son, you're good. Sorry, I look I ju- over I his hands already. Up. Sorry, man. <laughs> That's my bad. I got a little. Go Randy, the boat is still y'all. Uh, let's go duos for three hundred. They continually try to take over the world. Randy, Pinky, who are Pinky and the Brain? Mm, yes, sir. You have no excuse on these, I, Jack. I don't at you all. You really don't. And that leaves duos for 200. They investigate mysterious happenings in the FBI. Randy. Who are Mulder and Scully. Damn it. That, one took that is correct. To get. All right. Take me home with you, Jack. <laughs> that takes us to the end of uh, round two of Jeopardy. So we are, have Jack at 4,000 points and Rand, or, yeah, Randy at 5,600 in the lead. So prepare yourselves, gentlemen, for Final Jeopardy. Here is your clue. Sylvester Stallone, Kurt Russell, and Robert Englund all auditioned to play this iconic character. You have 30 seconds. Good luck. Who got it? <laughs> None of them. <laughs> Are you being serious? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I thought I knew who it was now. Shit. I don't know why I'm helping you. Who are those three again? Sylvester Stallone, Kurt Russell, and Robert England. All right, gentlemen. Do we have our answers in our wager set? Yep. Yeah. Jack, you're not sounding too confident over there. No, I'm not. You're going to have to pull some miracles out of your ass. Yep. It looks like here at 4,000 points. All right. Uh, Jack, let's see what your answer is first. My answer was Rambo. If you tell me to fuck off, Trebek, <laughs> <laughs> you're working to something. I see it. Okay. That is incorrect. All right. All right. $1. $1. So which puts Jack 3999 <laughs> like we was playing the fucking Price is Right yeah. or something. But hey, you know. I had no idea. You probably, you probably just won this man. Really? <laughs> I said. Randy, let's see what your answer is here. Who is Superman? Five nine. You wagered 5999 You don't even have 5999 Oh, sorry. I made thought. Yep. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Five nine nine nine. Yeah, so, so that'll Jack take you to a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> did you mean to do that? Yeah, I did. Randy, you really didn't want the military man, Candy. <laughs> Randy, I swear I thought I'd heard Sylvester Stallone wanted to play Superman at some point, but Nick Cage, Nick Cage did. Oh yeah, yeah. the correct answer, gentlemen. To Sylvester Stallone, Kurt Russell, and Robert Englund all auditioned to play this iconic character was Han Solo. Oh. Han Solo. Al Pacino was also offered the role but turned Mm. it down. You imagine Al Pacino as Han Solo? Tony Montana? No. Say hello to my little friend. Because that's the era I would have been in, too. Right. So, Jack. 
Here is your very own military man, Canny. I would maybe give him a few more days to fully dry before touching him up here. Okay. But I'll keep him at his base, and may you display him proudly in your home prefecture. Which Randy goes home (laughs) with the Brie Larson of Shane gift. (laughs) There you go. You you can come visit her, Jack. (laughs) I don't think so. We're good. I'm going to have to get pictures of these trophies before we wrap up here so I can put them on social media. But I hope you guys had fun with the game. I had fun making it. And uh, happy 300, Jen. Yes. It's been quite a journey. Time for 300 more. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. How many times do I say it, but thinking back to those first few days. Remember when we first set up that that card table with Adon and Mm -hmm. did those first few? Man. It seems like yesterday, and it also seems like 20 years ago. It's almost six years yeah, I mean, you guys have been on the air longer than most sitcoms at this point. We're like, you're like, you're like <laughs> soap yeah, opera right, territory yeah. right and now. And weekly too. We should have so been yeah. canceled by now, maybe. <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> Big thank you again to all of our patrons uh, for your support of the show, guys. Help me thank people Huge here. Thank yeah, yeah, thank you. Help me thank people. Who else should we be thanking? Just I'm not going to forget people. All the guests. Um, all the special guests. All the, all the creators that we've had on. Yeah. So much talent's yep. been through this show. So much. And we just get to kind of look at it as it comes and it goes. And mm-hmm. <laughs> we aren't left with any of it. We're still here talentless. But it's still awesome to, uh, you know, get to look on at, at their work, their projects. and uh, Being able to help them support. Not yeah. To support their work so they that, can do stuff. For even that too, certain so. projects watch come to fruition, watch in their early stages of concept and come to finished product mm-hmm. and come to success. You know, it's it's been awesome to watch people and follow them and their journeys as uh, they're following us. But uh, yeah, so thank you to them. Uh, just everybody who's listening, thank you. We have a lot of ghost listeners out there. We can see you. We can see you <laughs> in our numbers. Yeah. But the numbers we see on our on our website, we know people are listening. Mm-hmm. Like it shows us where in the country, where in the world you're listening. But all of you are just so quiet, <laughs> so quiet. Reach out to your boys. We want to hear hi. from you. We yeah. want, yeah, 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 yeah. If you have ideas for the show, just want to say hi. Tell me how, how much of an idiot I was for throwing everything down on Superman. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Wow, Randy shit the bed on the, on the military trophy. You know, you never know. You, whatever you want to talk about, we're here to talk about with you. But again, big thank yous all the way around. And Jack, what do we have on the website? If you go to cannedairpodcast.com, you can check out show highlights, see our special guests, buy some merch, become a patron, see some YouTube videos. And if you'd like to be a guest and promote your work on our show, send us an email on our contacts page. Don't forget to find us on Twitter at CannedAirPodding, on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. And uh, if you like what we're doing, head over to that Patreon page, and you can get added to the uh, the wall of founders we read from earlier in the episode. And, It'll uh, only be 100 episodes later that you'll be able to be heard. Nah, nah. <laughs> we'll sing your praises long before then. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we the patrons haven't got quite a treatment as they did today mm. on the show, I don't think, up until this point. So... Yeah, $5 a month gets you access to the Patreon, uh, the Candare Patreon pod. It's a fun show we do, just really off-the-cuff kind of show. Yeah. Which First is, episode uh, is $5. The rest after that are free for the month. That's a way to look at it. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> or if you just want to donate $2, you can uh, get... There's an album on there we did some time ago. I totally forgot about the Candare Fantasy Fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, t- we picked eight... Uh, pick, bracketing, yeah. Bracketed yeah. battle yeah. of... Eight characters we chose at random by the roll of dice. 
And um, that was so much fun. That turned out so good. Yeah. And um, there's actually a burner episode waiting in the wings that you and I did of a versus one mm-hmm. night where we just it over was a really Skype. good one. Yeah, that's right. It was so good. Yeah. Like we couldn't like the the matches seemed like they were they're even, professionally sunk up. Yeah, like nice. it was nuts. They're so awesome. even. So that'll be fun to release in the future here. And coming up here, the very next episode, 301, we're going to be releasing the coverage of our uh, CordCon uh, that we did. Not much there, about 30-minute episode, and uh, it's just a lot of interviews, but it's, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, so that's coming. Look for that next. Society6, uh, get some merch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, if you're local, we'll be at Torgs here uh, in Newark on uh, July 6th. Yeah. Or there if you're you from there, Nurk. 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 That's how they pronounce it. Come on down to Nurk. Yep. Yep. <laughs> We're going to be down in Nurk. You should be down in Nurk, too. If you live in Nurk, Nurk and show up, please don't hit us. <laughs> <laughs> Make a fun of the way I talk. Nah. Members of the Candare Nation know we just jesting. Yeah. That's how we do. That's, that's how we do. They know us all over. Yeah. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 300. But we hope you had a great time, and uh, I hope you guys... I've had a great time up to this point. Absolutely. So uh, here's to another 100, another 200, another 300. My God. Let's do it, gentlemen. (sighs) I don't know if I'll have any guests. That would be a big thing. Maybe I won't feel like uh, I'm riding on coattails next uh, 100. I don't think I'll have any gas left in me. (laughs) I hope so. Oh, you will. We got this. (laughs) We got this. We got this. Jack, do we got this? We got it. I think so. We got this. We got it. All right. Until next time, I'm Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Randy Ardenbrook. Thanks for listening, everyone. I believe in a thing called love Just step into the rhythm of my home With the chance we can make it now But I look until the sun goes down I believe in a thing Oh, no! Don't run! It'll only make things worse! What? Remember, you never want to approach a stray dog, especially one that's foaming at the mouth. Get away from the animal as quickly as you can and tell a grown-up. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! A test recording, a test recording. Oh, we don't have to wait for the Skype ring. Nope. Hello, <laughs> this is Skype calling. Hello, thank you for calling Skype for testing service. I'm going to cut you off in the middle of what you're saying, because I don't care. After the beep, go fuck yourself. Beep. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. <laughs> you good over there? <laughs> yeah, that's the beginning of the episode. <clears throat> <laughs> The lucky they're getting that. <laughs> All right, let's try this again. Wait for this goddamn seven forty-seven to pass. It's Amanda Waller. She's this coming for you, Jack. God, she's already heard it. Get that son of a bitch! <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
wait for the chopper to go over. Get to the chopper. Good God. All right. <laughs> Are you tired of seeing your teen or young adult struggle on a path that clearly isn't the right fit? Is your teenager confused about which direction to take after high school? The future of work is changing rapidly, and our kids need to know all of the options available after high school so they're empowered to make the choice that is best for them. In each episode, we explore the latest trends that are shaping the opportunities of today and tomorrow. I'm your host, Betsy Jewell, and this is the High School Hamster Wheel Podcast. 